0: Hi there! This is T. Johnny with Quirky and or Queer, a podcast about otherness. Join me as I interview people in the community. I talk to musicians, community workers, artists, comedians, and even my mother about otherness. How does it shape their careers, their romantic pursuits, creative projects, and shape their overall worldview? There are lots of laughs, plenty of tender moments, and some deep conversations. Find Quirky and or Queer on your favorite podcast app.
1: Do not take product if you are hypersensitive.
0: Oh, hey there, Internet. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah. And if you're brand new to Intoxicated, this is a drinking comedy podcast where I have my friends on, we have a couple drinks, and we talk about life. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back to the show. I'm ridiculously excited for this episode. I'm so excited for this week's guest. This week on the podcast, I have comedian Katherine Robertson. If you are familiar with the Halifax comedy scene, you must know about Comedy Hour on Wednesday nights at Beerly's House Blues, and that is the show that Catherine hosts every single week. So she is a pillar of the Halifax comedy community. She is somebody I've wanted to get on the show for a long time now, and so I'm so excited when she reached out saying, I'm down, let's drink some whiskey and do this. So Catherine's been doing comedy for 12 years, uh, which is insane. So we got together. We, of course, drank whiskey because that is her drink. And I really got to know her better. And it was a fantastic episode. Um, One thing we do talk a lot about in this episode is parenting. Parenting is something that influences a lot of Catherine's comedy. So that was really interesting to get her perspective on parenting in this day and age. Um... You know, there's a lot of helicopter parenting going on nowadays, and we definitely get into that. So parenting, we talk about weight loss, we talk about what she calls, and I love this term, life performance anxiety. I could not relate more to that. So it was an awesome talk. We actually kept hanging out after this episode. Catherine's awesome. So please, if you are in Halifax, check out Wednesday Nights at Beerleys. I believe the show usually starts around 8 30. I think I've mentioned it before, but a good place to go for all things comedy in Halifax is the Halifax Comedy Facebook page and Instagram. Make sure to follow those pages and you can see the guests that I've had on this podcast. And I think I've said this before in another intro, but honest to God, Um, Having comedians on and tapping into the scene has certainly re-energized me on this show. So I want to give a huge thank you to Catherine for coming on. This was fantastic, and I'm sure I'll have her back on. I know I say this every time, but it's true. Um, These genuinely are people that I think have really interesting stories. I think they have interesting insight into life, and they're just fucking hilarious people. So I think you guys are really going to like this episode with Catherine Robertson. And, of course, give Catherine a follow. She does plug her shows all the time there and I will leave her social media below. So some quick plugs before I get to this episode. Um, Patreon make sure you check out our Patreon page if you like what we are doing and that Patreon page is shared by me and Corey over at Intoxicated Reviews so obviously make sure you subscribe over there and check that out. But yeah so Patreon you can actually sign up, you can donate monthly and you get various reward levels on there. So right now we're doing early access, we're doing bonus episodes, you know sometimes episodes go longer so we post extra footage on Patreon. And really like, um, you know, you can donate however much you want. You can donate as little as $1. I know it might not seem like a lot and you might feel like, what's the point? But honestly, it adds up and it helps us know that people are liking the show so so that's patreon.com backslash intoxicated obviously subscribe wherever you find podcasts rate and review if you like it helps the show out big time and another thing that really helps the show is word of mouth so whenever you hear a friend being like you know you know you see people on Facebook all the time being like I need some podcast suggestions what should I listen to what podcast should I check out mention intoxicated it's an easy way to get the word out there about the show and we super appreciate that social media as well so you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at intoxicated podcast and on twitter we are in underscore intoxicated and it's so important right now for you to go to our youtube channel unfortunately i don't have a fancy url to give you you just have to search intoxicated and we should pop up on there that is where we are going to be streaming the 15-hour live stream happening on February 16th from 12 p.m. to 3 a.m. This is in honor of Episode 100 that is coming up very very soon. It's insane. I am so excited for it. Um, more excited than nervous this time. I think I think this time around, I'm really just making it a celebration and I'm making it a party. And I'm I'm purposely picking quality guests over quantity. So like, I had a moment the other day where I was thinking about reaching out to a bunch of other people. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to keep it to the people I know are going to make the stream fun. And so that I can have fun because this is my 100th episode. So I want to also have a good time. Um, it's going to be a blast. I do want to quickly mention who's going to be on the stream. I have my friends from Tarvold's Quest. They're going to be opening up the stream. Intoxicated Reviews is going to do a segment. Returning guest Moxie Munchies is going to come on. And hopefully, hopefully, I, I don't know, it's 100% confirmed, but hopefully a new friend of mine who has a podcast named Tyler and his podcast is called Quirky and or Queer. And very exciting guys. He actually did a photo shoot with me this week. So I got some awesome promo pictures coming your way very, very soon. And that whole thing was an experience. So I mean, he's going to be on the podcast uh, by himself for an episode, but I hope to have him on as well because he is also friends with Moxie. So getting them both on at the same time would be amazing. And in the afternoon, we're going to have about two to three hours of comedians. So I'm essentially reaching out to Past comedian guests. I know that Travis Lindsay is gonna come on, and he's one of the best in Halifax, so you're not gonna want to miss that. Kirsten Finch will be there, an awesome new gal pal of mine who is absolutely hilarious. I'm so excited she's able to come on, and hopefully some more as well. So stay tuned. I'll have more names coming your way. And then into the evening, we're gonna have we're gonna have returning guest and regular Vern. We're gonna have a makeup artist that I've been following on Instagram, and she also has a YouTube channel. Her name is Megan Morrison, she is amazing, she is killing it. She's going to come on for a makeup segment and our two closers are going to be Rouge Fatale at 9 p.m. She is a very highly famous drag queen and I am so ridiculously excited for that. I am like, I don't feel worthy to be in her presence but I'm so glad that she agreed to come by and stop by the stream. That's going to be super fucking fun. So that's 9 p.m. And of course, guys, if you listen to the show and if you tuned into September's 12-hour live stream, you know that Harper McCormick brings the sass. She brings the entertainment. She is coming on at 10 p.m. And then from then on it's gonna be party time. So those are that's what the schedule is as of now. Some other people might be added in. But generally speaking, that's what's happening. I'm so happy with that lineup. I think I have a good mix of awesome returning guests and some new people. So I'm so fucking excited for the 15-hour live stream. Make sure you do subscribe to us on YouTube because then you won't miss it. And also, if we get up to 100 subscribers, I can make a custom URL for the channel. So it would be awesome to hit 100. I know it's a lofty ask, but please subscribe on YouTube. And also the stream will be on Twitch as well. So that is twitch.tv backslash intoxicated. So you will have two places to go for the 15 hour live stream. I'm thinking about also doing it on Facebook. I'm just not 100% on that yet. Um, I'm going to have to test that out if we're streaming to three different places that might eat up some bandwidth. I don't know. I think the fact that I'm just doing two is probably enough. And I figure most people have Google accounts and can hop on YouTube easily. So, So that's what it is guys i'm gonna shut up now and get to this awesome episode with the hilarious katherine robertson okay so right. welcome back everybody to the intoxicated podcast I have a very special guest here today someone someone who i've had my eye on for a while Ooh. i won't lie that sounds so creepy every time i fucking say that <laughs> i regret every time every time a comedian comes on that i wanted to have on I feel like I'm just creeping them out, because I was like, I've been watching you.
2: Ooh, so flattered. And now (laughs) you're here.
0: (laughs) You're trapped now. You cannot leave. No, I'm just joking. We have Katherine Robertson. Hey, everybody. Welcome. So you are a comedian. You are the host of Comedy Hour at Beerly's Host of Blues on Wednesday nights. How long have you been doing that?
2: I've been hosting the show for almost four years now. Wow. Uh, the show turns 10 in April. Holy shit, 10. Yeah, yeah. It's been going
0: for 10 years. Yes. Yeah, my and, old
2: roommate started it way Oh, back really? When. Yeah.
0: And Wednesday nights, I feel like Beerley's on Wednesday night is a Halifax staple.
2: I like to think so, yeah. Right? Well, it was always a staple of the comedy thing for me even before comedy started there. Like right. when we were doing Amateur Night at Yuck Yucks on Wednesdays, mm. we would go there and do karaoke afterwards.
0: That's true because it's conflicting kind of, it's on the, at the same time. Yes. But But it's close enough that you guys can kind of join forces at the end and
2: party i i like to think so yeah. yeah sometimes that happens other times it's just me sitting at the end of the bar by myself waiting <laughs> to sing karaoke which i'm also fine with
0: are you are you a karaokeer?
2: i love karaoke-er? karaoke
0: i don't know if that is right
2: word. oh you do oh yeah okay what's your go-to uh i do a little bit of blondie uh Ooh. the tide is high is one of my favorites <gasps> Uh, lately, nice. I've been rocking some Maneater, Hall & Oh, yeah.
0: that's a great song.
2: Uh, yeah, great and, song. and like Bowie, like Let's Dance. Those are my... So, 80s? Yeah, very Okay, 80s.
0: that's crazy, because my favorite playlist on Spotify is all-out 80s. Sweet. If you put that shit on, and sh- like... I love 80s music. I don't know what it is about it. Like I'm 31. I don't know. I don't know if the age makes sense. You me to like 80s music, but I feel like I it just sounds like me when I hear it. Yeah.
2: Like, no, I feel the same way. Yeah. I mean some of it's like stuff I grew up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then other things I don't know if yeah, I don't know if it is an age thing or if like for me it was like I had my daughter when I was like almost 28 and yeah. uh right after that it was like oh, suddenly 899 is my radio station. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nothing but eighties wow, and the dad pregnancy, rock. Pregnancy hormones <laughs> so, just yeah. made
0: it like like eighties music. That's and hilarious. like
2: never went away. Like I wow. just I shamelessly love like dad rock and yacht rock now too. I
0: love. It. I just love. It. And I the cheesier the better. I don't yep. even care. Like I think Def Leppard is coming to Halifax, and I kind of want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like people can make fun of me all they want. But I would totally fucking go to that concert. That would
2: be a hell of a show. That's the right? thing. They would put on a hell of a show.
0: And like when like probably we'll never see them again.
2: Probably not. I probably mean Probably not. It's kind of impressive that they're all still alive. Still
0: going? Is the drummer still going? <laughs> even with one arm? I think he yeah,
2: is. Good question. Yeah. Right. Should, okay, I mean, then okay, and then in that case, you get to see a one armed drummer. You have to go right? see.
0: People <laughs> make fun of him. I'm like, bitch, you try to drum with one arm. He's right? been killing it. I mean, it is kind of funny though. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> just banging the shit out of the okay anyway sorry sorry that 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 was probably mean but anyway um so so you've been doing the show for four. how long have you been doing comedy
2: uh 12 years 12 years so over
0: over a decade yeah holy shit doing
2: this longer than anything else god
0: damn (laughs) seasoned pro right here i'm honored to have you on and I knew when I asked you to come on that whiskey was going to be the drink.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because
0: even, like, I only met you once. I met you after, besides tonight. Yep. Uh, after Gus's show, I was like, yeah, like, awesome set. And then I, I think I told you briefly about the podcast. Yeah, and then, I think that uh, was the
2: night of, like, the anniversary show or something. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it was,
0: yeah. And you're just, you're fucking hilarious. Oh, every, nice. time I, every time I see your sets, I feel the need to, like, just be like, that was fucking awesome <laughs> like I, I i need to add a word <laughs> i don't even know like travis's uh album taping
2: that was a that was a
0: great set that oh he did. thanks
2: that was a fun show too and i
0: like instagram story i was like this is fucking Catherine Robinson. i like <laughs> i don't know what it is but i don't know it's just you're you're fucking hilarious and i'm, I'm so stoked to have you on so whiskey i yes. want to know more about where the whiskey love came from started like everyone has kind of their drink and you're a whiskey drinker.
2: Yes. You like time. beer too, right? I do like beer too. And yes, that actually leads in perfectly because I had to make a transition because okay. um, I love to drink. So <laughs> uh, surprise. Perfect podcast for it, yeah. <laughs> right? But if you have 10 beer versus 10 whiskey, uh, <laughs> the difference is your entire day of calories. <laughs> That's, so it's really just a simple math
0: thing. That's very true. There's a lot of calories in beer. Um, when you were a beer drinker, Were you someone who could just pound a bunch back?
2: Oh, absolutely. I can't so much anymore. Yeah, me neither. Um, But, oh, for for a while there, absolutely. Yeah. But then I learned that I'm even better at drinking
0: whiskey. Let me tell you right now, this combination, so we're drinking Canadian Club, uh, because I asked you what kind, and you were like, yeah, I'm not fussy, Canadian Club or anything around that. And we're drinking it with Club Soda. And this is delightful. Because I've drank it with, I've drank it straight, I've drank it with just water, uh and but this is this is a good combination
2: right because you get a little flavor Mm -hmm. uh little carbonation but also hydration Mm -hmm. very important
0: so important when i started when i made the switch from girly vodka cranberries to vodka soda water yep i was like wow like i'm not having oh this is tmi seven minutes when i would drink vodka cranberries i would get so sick like i would have some nights where i would be like Pooping and shitting at the same time. Yeah, 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 Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. It's, it's, it's like like really bad memories.
2: Yeah. of getting sick on those sugary drinks. Well, because it's all that sugar, and then yeah. like also just like everything else that's in like fruit. Oh and- my
0: gosh, I got so. I I used to be such so bad at getting sick all the time. Knock on wood, haven't gotten sick since my 12-hour live stream, which 12 hours of drinking. Yeah, that's I think, justified. I think I'm I think I'm allowed to get sick. <laughs> but we gotta, we gotta have a cheers. Mm-hmm. It's bad luck if we don't. Cheers. The episode will go off the rails. If there's no cheers. So, yeah. So, when... So, whiskey. And so, you discovered you went from the beer to the whiskey. Yep. And did you like it right away? That's my main question because it's jet fuel to me.
2: Yes. Yeah. No, I did (laughs) like it right away. Um, My wonderful bartender friend Chris at Barely's uh, actually saw me briefly stop in Vodka Soda Town. And then he was just like, just try this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was hooked ever since. And then, yeah, and then that's opened me up into like... Like you, you know, Canadian Club. That's typically my go-to. It's you know because it is a very easy drinking one. Um, but I do like to explore around sometimes too. Right. Um, you know, different flavors or like get into bourbons a little bit. Ooh, what about bullet bourbon? Love it.
0: Yeah, love yeah. it. I had, I had I did an episode where we had old fashions. Yeah. We we use that. I was like, maybe I should try to drink that straight next.
2: That's a very nice flavor. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually one of the few that I do drink straight. And uh, there's a bar in St. John near where the Yucks Club was. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was always, I was the one who was known for showing up at last call. and like, this is my night-night juice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mama needs to go to sleep tonight. I have those
2: upstairs, but this
0: one's nicer. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That's hilarious. And are you are you someone who gets sick when you drink?
2: No, you, very you're often. You're pretty good. You're pretty, pretty good, good. Stomach of steel. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Yes. I'm Come jealous.
0: From a long line of drinkers. <laughs> Holy crap. So did you? Were you someone who drank underage?
2: little bit. Yeah. Uh, not tons. Um, although weird thing was, uh, I would I would be the designated driver in high school. Yeah. And I would take my friends uh, to the party. And I was also the only one who looked old enough to get booze. Ah. So I would, like, go buy everybody's booze. But then I would also, like, get a little, like, bottle for myself. Right. And then, like, totally, like, a mom or dad just, like, drop everybody off home at the end of the night. And, like, all right, now it's mom's time to drink.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious. Wow. I was... I actually did the same a lot. I drove my friends around. Uh, I was, like, kind of a goody two-shoes in high school. Yeah. I'm not going to drink till I'm 19. Like... I don't know. Uh, it's probably having a judge dad that that made me do that. Yeah, but I I used to love driving my friends around when they would be drunk. Oh, it like, hilarious! It's hilarious. You just you get to see everything unfold. Yep, there's definitely an advantage to it. I mean. I could see it being more annoying than entertaining, but it would be entertaining sometimes. Yeah, no, for the most part, it was kind of fun. And then, too,
2: like, I was always really good at, like, if things started to go off the rails, like, I always kind of looked like a respectable adult. So, just like, look, it's fine. I'm just going to take care of these people. It's okay. (laughs) Never mind, officer. (laughs) Don't worry about it. I got this. Yeah. I got this. Did
0: you grow up with siblings?
2: No. No? Nope. Just me. So, you're an only child. Yeah.
0: Do you... You know, people, like, always talk about, like, the only child syndrome. Is that a thing?
2: I, you know, that's a good question, because also now I'm raising an only child. Yeah! Um, so, it's, you know, it's interesting to see, because sometimes, because uh, her father has siblings, so sometimes there will be moments where, uh, you know, he'll notice something that's kind of about that sort of onliness, and, you know, I'll realize, no, she's behaving this way, because that's just how her brain processes Things, right. right. It's just different. It's just different. I it's think, just different yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I think you do tend to get better at entertaining yourself. Yeah. Going into your own world a little bit. Uh, yeah. That kind of stuff, and being a little more creative. Yeah, uh,
0: that's actually true. Yeah. Um, but yeah. she
2: also like, uh, and I was like this too. Like, despite all that, like also loving alone time. You yeah. know, I never wanted for people to hang out with. It was like, oh sweet, mom and dad are still asleep. I get two hours myself Saturday morning. Like hell yeah. Wow
0: i kind of wish i had that because it would make me less reliant on people yeah
2: (laughs) do you know what i mean did you have a big family
0: i well i'm the youngest of i have two sisters yeah but they're older right so like i kind of grew up i don't know in this weird like age difference where they weren't quite my friends sure because they were like six or seven years older than me
2: yeah so they didn't probably want it no
0: so like i was always riled up and they were always just chill (laughs) i feel i feel. the black sheep of the family i was a (laughs) chloe kardashian so i also had bigger boobs than all my sisters (laughs) and was just generally bigger yeah so i had this weird body type where they were like what the fuck happened to you like (laughs) like, (laughs) like you're different than us like you're more than 90 pounds and a c cup huh like how dare you fuck (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) i hate yeah it's 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 puberty was tough for this one. Yeah, yeah, I tough hear that. For me.
2: Yeah, it's not a good time for me either.
0: We were talking just like when you got here about cuz you mentioned that your daughter's 8. Yeah and I said that's getting close to puberty time you're ready for it but you're already preparing her for it oh absolutely I think
2: because my experience was so miserable not like my mom tried very hard it's not like (laughs) (laughs) like, you did a good job mom it's all right. Uh, but yeah uh, I had such a hateful time with it but it's weird because so far she's very embracing of everything like (gasps) I took her training bra shopping at the beginning of the school year and uh, you know I prepared for like the feelings I experienced which was like oh god I don't want to do this shame, utter no shame, utter shame. <laughs> she just thinks it's great. Oh, wow, you know, just like cool. Like, who cares what colors they are? Like, fuck it, you know, yeah, yeah. She walks around the house, like, her favorite thing now to walk around the house is like a pair of leggings and her training bra, which I think is
0: hilarious. Rocket girl, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, do you think? Okay, so, question. So, I actually let's go back to the beginning. So, you, when did you find out you were pregnant? Like, what, what was that like?
2: Oh, that was crazy because that was unexpected. <laughs> oh,
0: well, I, was, I was like trying to yeah. like, find a way to nicely I was yeah. saying with like like trying to f- nicely ask. Did yeah. you mean to get knocked number one?
2: Yeah, to be fair, was it wasn't the greatest timing in the world. <laughs> uh oh. Um well just in that like, you know, I mean, I was, I guess, twenty six ish. Yeah, twenty six ish. Uh just turned twenty seven, I guess. And um uh, I stand up was going really well. Yeah. um you know things probably would have taken a slightly different path in that regard had i not chosen to have ramona at that right. time um but when we found out that uh that's what was going on which was like you know because i love to drink and everything else surprise was like waking up in the morning feeling like garbage was not a surprise it was just like oh like, okay weird it's weird that i threw up this time <laughs> oh ooh, shit yeah yeah So that, you know, so it did take me a few weeks to even realize, like, what was going on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, But then, you know, once we realized and, like, you know, we both kind of talked about it, it was like, huh, we didn't really say we wanted to do this, but this is a really kind of exciting idea. (gasps) Yeah. And also knowing that, like, she had managed to occur despite so many efforts to the contrary. (laughs) (laughs) Were you on any birth Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So she, like, I I got to how she happened. But she oh, happened. Pill? Yeah. Oh, shit. Nobody likes hearing that. Nobody I likes know, hearing that. But you that. want to know what? <laughs> That's life, man. Yep. Like,
0: yep. like, were you a, were you a um, like, did you all take it the same time every night? Oh, yeah. Like, I time? thought I was
2: really good at it. I've been Holy it for years. Shit. So, you know, I'm surprised in that way. But Holy you, shit. I, and I've heard other stories since then, too. So, like, you know, yeah. that does happen sometimes. So, spoiler alert, guys. That happens that sometimes. happens.
0: That's why. Yep. If going to let a guy come in you, yeah. you just, like, give him a once-over. Just be like, how is this person, could he maybe be a dad? If
2: Or, like, just even think about, like, how did he speak? <laughs> <laughs> Can he put together good sentences? Because even if he's not going to be in the picture, if you're going to have this kid, like, the genetics are going to be there. <laughs>
0: that's very true. Just yeah. like, just how are you doing? How's your health? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's absolutely... Wild. So, like, the puking was the first, yeah, kind of symptom that you had. Yep,
2: yeah, that was the first one, and then the next one was, uh and of course, like, too, because your boobs get bigger. Yes, and of course, but that also happens when you're waiting for your period. Sometimes, yes. right? So it had been like a couple weeks, and I was kind of like, "What is going on?" And then one day, I was at work, and I bent over, and my tits just fell out of my bra because oh they just gosh. didn't fit in there anymore. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh>. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then I think it was like that weekend. Then I took a test. And, Did you take it alone? Uh well I was at home with uh, with my partner Brent and okay. uh, so he was like on the other side of the door, like that very classic Good like, stuff.
0: What's yeah. going on? What's <laughs> going on <in> here? <gasps> And it's like the longest two minutes of your oh, life.
2: Oh, so long. Yeah. So very long. I don't
0: care I don't care how legit your pregnancy scare is, when you take a pregnancy test, it's always a little bit of course it's nerve wracking. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Or like somehow even just like you go through all these weird scenarios in your head, like I don't know. Like, I haven't even had sex in nine months, but somehow, maybe. Maybe.
0: Right? (laughs) I had to take one for before surgery Yeah, uh, recently, like, back in November, and, like, I was like, I was like, yeah, I had sex, like, maybe a little over a month ago, and I did get my period, but even still, I was like, maybe, you never know. That could just be spotting or, like, implant bleeding, because that's a fucking thing. That is a thing. Implant bleeding. Yep. You could implant bleed and think it's your period. Yep. And be motherfucking pregnant.
2: Yep. See, which is what happened to me too. So that's Holy like, shit. yeah, because like I was like ten weeks pregnant before I even realized.
0: <gasps> <laughs> all right? What? Yeah. <laughs> ten
2: weeks. <I> yelled. <laughs> is that
0: even in abortion territory?
2: Uh, you're still within a small window. Small window. But like, I also remember because like I, I didn't have a family doctor at the time, so like I went to the sexual health clinic, and then them being just like. Well, just you know, like, if that's what you want to do, like, you're going to want to hurry up and figure that out. Like, okay, uh, I, I don't think that's what we're thinking about, but, like, you know, well, okay, well, just just in case that's what you decide you want to do, like just, just think about it in a hurry.
0: 26 is a, a, it would be a bizarre age to get pregnant, I think. Because, yeah. Because, and the way, and I don't know, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I feel like if you were to get pregnant in high school, and if, if you made the decision to keep it, you can kind of mold your life around the fact that you're a mom. Yep. Whereas when you're at 26, you might be, like, you might be just reaching that career point. Like, you might just be, like, almost there. And then it's, like, this kind of curveball. Yeah, yeah it was in. a little
2: bit of a curveball in that way. Um, you know, because, I mean, too, like, it instantly means, like, no real touring for, like, five years and stuff right. like that. Um, you know, and then, yeah. and also still, you know, I mean, even now, like you know, she's the one I ask more than anybody else. Like, hey, Aww. buddy, uh, I got asked to do this thing. Uh, is that okay with you? <laughs> Aww. But she's like, she's good, Like, but, like, she needs that. Right. Because she just, she needs to know that she's still more important.
0: She's the, she's a priority. Exactly. She's number one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, were you, were you living with your partner? Yeah. So
2: we'd already been living together for, oh, like, good. over a year. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, things were very stable in that way. So, you know, it was kind of, on the whole, it's like, okay, So not necessarily the plan, but like things are good. Um, You know, it's weird because like his family is actually from like the same part of New Brunswick too. So you know, there's like all these weird connections and stuff. So I was like, okay, no, this is this is good. Um, Yeah, and then my mom was like beyond excited. Stoked, of course. Yeah, all
0: parents, one (laughs) grandkid.
2: Yeah, it's really true. Like yeah, and of course I'd always told her like it was never gonna happen. So when I called her, she was like. I never
0: thought that, I never thought you'd do this for me. <laughs> well, only child. Yeah. I didn't even think about that side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah,
2: I was an only child and I and I had actively told her, like, I don't think this is something I'm gonna do. So Interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Were you a dead set no or were you like I don't think?
2: I was like I always thought no and like wasn't gonna actively pursue it and then yeah, yeah and then funny enough, like you know, this whole thing happens and you're like, Okay, so I don't know that I believe in, like, a higher power, right. higher power, but the fact that, like, despite all these things, it you're happened. suddenly happening right now,
0: Aww. you're
2: clearly probably supposed to happen. Right. Right?
0: That's kind of what I... <laughs> it's kind of what... I hope my sexual partners aren't listening to that. <laughs> it's kind of how I feel if I were to get knocked up. Like, yeah. I like on the whole, I'm, like, not going to fall in love with the idea about being a mom. Don't really think it's something smart for me to do right now financially but like if it were to happen like at 31 i would be like um it's not a situation where i can just be like i'm 20 and i have my whole life it's like i'm 31 and if i'm gonna want kids maybe i should fucking get on it
2: oh that's a totally real thing yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. because it's still pretty young and women have babies really Like older these days. Oh, for sure. My mom had me at 42.
2: See, there you go. And there's, I I think that's almost as common as anything else these days now, right? Yeah. Like you hear a lot of that. Although at the same time, your doctor will also like tell you 9,000 times that you're ancient. Ticking, ticking,
0: (laughs) tick, 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 tick. Like I think 35 is, I I have a friend who, I have a couple friends who've had babies like 35, 36. Yeah. And it's a geriatric yep
2: I know, that makes you feel nice, right? Isn't
0: that (laughs) fucked? Yeah. I mean, come on, technology. Like, But at
2: the same time, it's like because like I think like women's bodies, like every five years, like we start going through like these different like hormonal things. So like now, like I'm already like becoming that woman who like, oh, cool. Like I ate a sugary dessert at 9 p.m. Welcome to me sweating all night. Yay. <laughs> I- yes. Ah,
0: oh, it's so true. I actually it's funny you say that. I'm gonna probably request to get my hormones checked because yep. I, I definitely agree. And like the fucking hormonal acne, man, that's what I'm struggling with. Oh, that's with brutal. Right now. Yeah. And like, I'm just like, enough is enough. This is bullshit. Like, it's funny because people are like, oh, well, if you have acne that happens during your period and if it's cystic, like it's hormonal. I was like, well, it's actually all the time now. So I don't really fucking know <laughs> yeah. what's going on with this hormonal imbalance. Because it's not really based around my period. It's just kind of all the time at this point. And then that's one Bullshit. thing, you know, that nobody
2: ever, like, really points out to you, like, in younger days. Like, oh, guess what? You're going to enter this cool phase of your life where your hair can turn gray while you're getting <laughs> acne still. And you'll get that acne and more, in different places. And weight gain. Yeah. All at once. How fun.
0: <laughs> you mentioned earlier that you lost a significant amount of weight. Yes. Like, so, uh, so... It was,
2: did you say 120 pounds? Did yeah. I hear you right?
0: You lost 120 pounds?
2: Uh, yes. And I've done that now twice in my life. And I'm really <gasps> determined to not do it a third
0: time. Oh my time. gosh. So can we talk about that? Yeah, totally. What was, what was that? As, when did that start?
2: So that started for me before I started doing comedy. Yeah. That started in like 2004. Um, so at that point I was 21 mm-hmm. and uh, I worked at The Gap which is not a fun place to work as a super fat girl. Oh, um, my Which, like, Can I imagine. know some people don't like that word. That's just the word I'm going to use. I'm only referring to yes. myself. There you so. go.
0: <laughs> 2019. We're going to put a disclaimer on yeah, everything. Yeah, right, right? <laughs> like, do whatever you want with your body. I just wasn't enjoying
2: mine. <laughs> yeah. you.
0: They- I, I came up with a phrase recently. I was like, that's a t-shirt. I was like, it's my body and it's, oh fuck, what was it? It was like, it's my body, my choice to hate it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, like, like, it's okay if you're a friend being like, you gotta love you and beautiful no matter, it's like, no, I, I I want my body to be better, and I fucking hate it right now. And I, you, you're allowed to do that. You're Absolutely, allowed to and people of course it. say
2: like horseshit things to like. I mean, because obviously, if I lost 120 pounds, I was significantly obese at that time, right. and people would say just like the stupidest things. Like I remember having this very petite manager who, like, for her, if something came in that fit large. It was just, she couldn't buy it because the smallest size was too big for her. Right. And then she'd come over to me and she'd be like, oh my God, like, you know, these are made so big. You know, I bet she'd be able to fit into the large. And then me and I'd be like, bitch, it's only the extra largest that come in made huge that fit me in this fucking place. <laughs> oh my <God. sighs> Stores and sizes
1: Ooh.
0: have been a massive pet peeve of mine lately and it's only been because i have gone up in size right and i've had to go look for new clothes yeah and and i go in there and i'm like i'm a large really
2: it's insane uh,
0: like yeah it, it's it's madness
2: and also are you a large at one store but a small somewhere yes. else and
0: yeah oh the inconsistencies and the marketing so like i had an experience a couple of weeks ago where i went into eclipse because I, I like eclipse's jeans they mm-hmm. make really good jeans they market their clothes like, um, oh, fuck. What was it called? Not like it, something like hide your love handles. Oh Jesus! Like they they market it kind of like these jeans are gonna curve your body,
2: which is yeah. good. Yeah,
0: but they, they'll say it in a way that's very much so like you need to hide
2: a flaw. Right. It's all yeah. It's flashed on the so shooting.
0: fucking against it, and I still fucking bought them because they're good jeans. <laughs> But I hated doing it because I was like, this is it. so against what I think is positive body image for,
2: you know, young girls. Well, that, yeah, that's really it, right? Like, And also
0: is... people at 31, like me, yeah. got offended.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like, well, it's just, it's weird because, you know, too, because like, you know, like PR and stuff like that, like in marketing... Typically we don't use negative words to right? sell something. It's like Seriously. that's the only place where somehow that seems okay. Yeah. Oh, right? I, I know what it was now.
0: Muffin tops. Hide the oh. muffin And it was the, the tag was a muffin. It's like, Great imagery. Great imagery. But like well, well, all that really means is just my pants are the right size. Yeah. That's all that really <laughs> the ones that fit you properly. Exactly. It's, it's okay. Which and, is a battle. So it really like being able to, to say like, I just need to go and buy larger clothes. And, and just being able to do that is such a huge step, I think. Because I think a lot of girls will just try to squeeze themselves into oh, their current size. For sure. And, and then, then that like doesn't
2: death. work. It Nobody looks good in no that one.
0: scenario. Do you ever, like, see people out and you're like, you look uncomfortable. And you're making me uncomfortable because you look so uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah.
2: I was at a dinner before Christmas. And my mother and I are very similar. And we're both sitting there at the table, and I just, like, watch this woman get up from the table to, like, hug the new friends that have just arrived for dinner. And she spent so much time rearranging and tugging at her dress. And, like, I just looked at my mom, like, J- how there's no way this woman's enjoying herself. Like, look at her. like, now. she hasn't even eaten yet. No. <laughs> no? What, are, what are you going to do when that happens?
0: Fuck. you got to be comfortable people out there. Well, Make sure you're comfortable. Find Find stuff that's flattering for you. That you feel hot in, but make sure you're comfortable. Oh, my God. It's, like, the number one thing. Well, that
2: was it. Because it also, too, it was like it, it took away from the attractiveness. Ooh. And this is not, like, anybody would be like this. Not just this one woman. Just, like, you know, exactly. that happens to everybody. Because
0: you look uncomfortable. Yeah. So you're 21 at the Gap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And are you comfortable saying how much you weighed at that time? Yeah.
2: No, I was 250 uh, when I last weighed myself at that point. And then that was when I was like, okay, like, something needs to change. Because, yeah. too, like... You know, at twenty one and like you won't walk fifteen minutes and things like that. Like that was yeah. already what my life was getting to be like. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like, do you want to spend your whole life not being able to do anything? Seriously though. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So yeah, so that took like about a year, year and a half. Okay. And yeah. what did you do? Uh, so- I started with Slim Fast, which is Really? Weird. That was yeah. such
0: a thing back in the day. Oh,
2: it was such a thing back in the day. And it's funny because like I lived it was it was pain like not painful, but like it took a lot of dedication. Like yeah. for ten months uh six days a week that was pretty much all I consumed for food
0: was it the shakes the
2: shakes yeah just that and then some of the snack bars and then I slowly started adding in just like you know like I would make like two scrambled eggs and right. yeah but I really had to break down the concept of like calories and like units of food and that kind of thing for myself because I just yeah. never thought about it that way before hell no yeah
0: and it's a tough concept to grasp
2: Oh, God, yeah. I mean, now I realize, yeah. of course, it's just simple math Right. now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the thing about, like, all these, like, fad diets that are out there. I'm like, sometimes it's just as easy as, like, just keeping track of calories. Yep. Really, like, it, 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 weight loss doesn't have to be this, like, crazy, strict, overly strict thing. Yeah, no. Just and then kinda... that was
2: the thing I had to learn the second time. Yeah. Was that, like, I couldn't do, like, another year of my life just drinking Slim Fast. Right. So, you know, <sighs> then I had to really focus on, like... Okay, where are your calories coming from what are you eating right that kind of stuff now i don't really track my calories too much anymore but yeah. like my groceries are also like insanely consistent like oh I, yeah i shop at the same place for vegetables every two weeks yeah and like my order always comes to between like 35 to 40 dollars because it's like these are the vegetables we buy for our family oh, <laughs> and, like this is what works and
0: right yeah and do you make kind of like classic meals? like Pretty much. Yeah. Like,
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, I cook, yeah. uh, you know, her dad will cook a couple nights a week, but I mean, too, he's the guy that's working all the time. Right. I'm at home all day. Right. So.
0: And do you like to cook?
2: I love to cook. I got that
0: based on your Instagram.
2: Yeah, that's a new thing for me, though. Um, for the longest time, he cooked everything, and then now that I don't work, um, part of that, too, is, like, dealing with realizing, like, I had anxiety and all this stuff, and that is how, like, it's been a huge coping thing. Like, oh. I like to spend, like, two hours in the kitchen now every day. You know, I zone out chopping vegetables, all that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, it's probably therapeutic.
2: Super therapeutic. Is your anxiety social anxiety? Uh, a little bit or social like- anxiety, and then just, like... I would, I'd almost call it like performance anxiety, but like ah. life performance anxiety. Oh, you know? I love that. because that be, that needs to be, I love that. <laughs> life,
0: life performance anxiety. That, I, I feel that's so hard. Did you yeah. find, cause for me, like I think about anxiety all the time cause it, it manifests differently in like everyone. For me, it's like just getting overwhelmed with all the things that I need to do to a yep. point where I just don't do them.
2: Yep. Totally.
0: Like I just freeze. Yep. Like I'm just like, ah. Oh, taxes gotta get on that (laughs) i'll do it next week
2: (laughs) yeah and then suddenly it's like oh i haven't filed in two years cool (laughs) shit
0: (laughs) fuck so how have you like how have you dealt with the anxiety other than cocaine
2: uh i started taking meds uh when i quit working and uh that's also been super helpful
0: i imagine it would be yeah i really need to get on that (laughs) (laughs) i thought about it the other day i was like i think i've been juggling Depression and anxiety. Yep. Most of my, maybe some ADD too. Most yep. of my life. And I thought about it the other day and I was like, I have never been on anything. It took How me, am I still alive?
2: Yeah. I, for years, it was suggested to me, I was very resistant to the idea that perhaps oh. that was one I needed. Oh, and then no. finally, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, like things really came to a head. It was like, okay, like this is like enough's enough. Right. Um, so yeah. So now that I've, I've found the right thing, um, that's been working really well. Um, although it's been cool because this year uh at christmas time my doctor was like well look you you know you are on the maximum dose but you know if you have a tough time like winter blues like you know we could temporarily up it for a bit and you know typically like <laughs> up the, the maximum right and so typically <laughs> like the attic part of my brain would be like "Fuck yeah let's see what that <laughs> feels like bring it on but this year i was like no you know i think i just need to like Keep eating good food and go for a walk sometimes. And then, uh, so we were talking about cats before we got on here. Like, and then we adopted a kitten right before Christmas. And I didn't even realize how much I needed that.
0: Oh, my. I was going to bring up the cat then because congratulations you
2: have a fucking adorable new kitten she's amazing what's the kitten's name uh the full name is little miss cindy lou cupcake which is way too much of a name for this chosen by ramona or you well so (laughs) yes so she wanted to call the cat cupcake which nobody else wanted to call the cat cupcake because we're fucking adults uh But she's an eight-year-old girl, so it's understandable why Cupcake uh, Cupcake Unicorn Sprinkles was the name she wanted. Um, now, when we went to adopt at the SPCA, uh, and this was literally right before Christmas, so oh. these kittens in this litter, were all, like they were all Christmas-themed. So there was Figgy and Sugar Plum and then Cindy Lou from C- The Grinch. It's
0: very thin <laughs>
2: Right? And she was like, we just all fell in love with her right away. Oh. And, uh, of course, we love the name Cindy Lou. I love that. So there was a lot of campaigning, and then I – so we're in the car on the way home, and they've just explained to us, like, you know, you're going to want to transition her food, but, like, make sure you mix some of the old food with the new food. And so then I'm like, "Uh, Ramona, um, you know, probably kind of like the food, like, with her name. Like, it'll probably make sense if maybe we called her – like, what if we called her Cindy Lou Cupcake for a few days just to, like, help her get used to her new name? (laughs) Thinking, you know, maybe – Maybe the Cindy Lou will stick. And then, of course, her dad knows what I'm doing because, like, he just leans in at the stoplight into my ear. He's like, you're fucking evil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet your daughter was down with that? Yeah, she totally agreed. Oh, my God. And
2: then the Little Miss thing, uh, that started because, uh, you know, of course, you see this kitten getting into some more sort of mischief. And I am like, uh, excuse me, Little Miss. Little Miss. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so then Ramona... Named the whole thing. And the first vet appointment we went to, Ramona was like full out mom. Like she wanted to answer all the questions and the whole works. So she's like, no, the full name is. Oh, is that on the vet file? It is. Of course, only some of it is because they ran out of space. Oh
0: my God. That's a- I need to ask my sister. My sister's a vet. Okay. I need to ask her like how long is the longest pet name that you've ever seen. Because wow. I'm
2: shocked if there's one longer than that.
0: Oh, and is this your first
2: Cat? This is our first... That you've owned? Like, this is our first kitten, like, that Ramona has right. had as a kitten. Now, when her dad and I got together, I had a cat, and he had two cats. So, for a Oof. while, we had three. Uh, and then, of course, age, et cetera, dwindling right. cat family. Uh. So, the last one passed away about six months ago. Uh. And, uh, of Ramona was ready to get a new one, like, the next day. Oh, <laughs> you need
0: some time now. Oh, for sure. I, 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 would get, I understand that. Yeah,
2: I mean, it was, yeah, also, just, just seemed kind of shitty to the poor guy. Like, you know, you, you were a perfect part of our family for 12 years. You're barely cold. Let's get a new cat. <laughs> oh, you know? God,
0: oh, but they're so great, aren't they? They're, how, yeah. how in love, how in love with this cat are you
2: right Like, beyond. Be odd.
0: And they really do help with your ment- like with your mood.
2: Absolutely. Especially too, because because like I am home all day. So yeah. I am home with this cat all day. Yeah. So now we're like best buds. Your best buds. Yes. Yeah. And you're
0: getting to know her little personality.
2: Oh yeah. And she's delightful. Like even her like first vet visit, like it says at the bottom of the form, like she's a sweet little kitten who's adjusting well. Aww. <laughs> Like, ah, I wish I could be a sweet little kitten that's adjusting well. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever said that about me.
0: <laughs> no one has ever used the words <laughs> "adjusting well" to describe me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Sarah's on the struggle bus. Help her, please. <laughs> God damn! Uh, Did you bus. when you bought her? Yeah. What was your str- like? What was your strategy going into it? Did you want to just kind of see what was
2: there? Yeah. I mean, Ramona had in her mind, she definitely had this idea of what she wanted. Right. And then, you know, we visited a few of the shelters because um, that was definitely, you know, a priority for us. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, hundo. yeah. And so then she was like, kind of fell in love with this one that wasn't ready to be adopted yet at one uh, shelter. Okay. And so we would have to wait. And then we went to the SPCA and then we saw this one and just collectively all fell in love and uh, and then that ended up making sense and then it was cool because we ended up bringing her home i guess like two days before christmas right so a like, very christmas cat
0: oh christmas cat Yeah. <laughs> oh i'm so oh actually i do have something for you oh so in honor of the new cat oh <laughs> I have a gift. Oh, thank you very much. And while you're opening that, yeah. I'm going to get you more whiskey. Oh,
2: sweet, sweet. <laughs> oh, my God. Dream, huh? Oh, my God, this is awesome. Oh, I you're so sweet. I don't know if she plays with a lot. Oh, she them. does. Oh, she will love this. Thank you so much. I, treats I know. She, and actually, she hasn't had any treat treats yet. So, oh, yes. Fatten her up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my oh, best sister
0: would, ha- would have to add the, the disclaimer: not too
2: many. Oh my god! It's funny. We have the, so we have this stray. Well, I don't even know if he's stray, but he shows up at our door sometimes. And so it's the like if you've ever seen the big black cat on my Instagram. Yes. He just shows up at our house, oh, and wow. he. But he showed up a couple weeks ago, and we hadn't seen him in a while. He's gotten so fucking fat.
0: Oh wow! Like. So did you think, just talk
2: we think that either oh thank you so much. Uh, we think that either somebody owns him and he's playing like a bunch of people in the neighborhood, <laughs> or or maybe nobody owns him and he's still just playing, playing. a bunch of people. Because <laughs> like no, like he has gained like easily two or three pounds in the last. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: he's not gonna have fun at the gap.
2: No, no. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Cats are amazing though, and I'm. I'm. Uh, she looks so fucking cute.
2: She is very. Sweet. You
0: should probably maybe consider making her an Instagram account. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just I'm just suggesting it because because my cat has one and my cat could then oh, I follow your cat. That.
2: Oh well, then in that case.
0: Yeah. It's it's a weird thing when people's pets are. <laughs> like Andrew. Andrew loves Mindy. Mindy yeah. will be out <laughs> soon. Hopefully, get to meet her. But oh my god, Mindy and
2: Cindy. Yes. Uh, oh, this has to happen. It
0: rhymes. <laughs> um, Andrew loves Mindy so much, and he, he always, like, will comment on Mindy's pictures and then message me and be like, this is weird, because I know it's you, but I want to believe it's her. Because <laughs> <laughs> I talk in first person when I post on Mindy's account.
2: Oh, that's awesome. I'll be
0: like, my mom is the best. <laughs> <laughs> I missed my mom so much. <laughs> and I'm like, Sarah, you need to maybe rethink your life. Do you remember
2: Catbook?
0: What, a catbook? On book? Facebook? No. Oh,
2: my God. So this was like, oh, God, this would have been like probably 11 or so years ago that there was cat book or dog book that you could add onto your Facebook account and you could make a Facebook. Actually, wait. Now
0: I think it's coming back to me. (laughs) But at the time, I didn't have my own cat. Right. So I don't think that I got into that. Because I
2: definitely remember us making a profile for each of our three cats at the time. Mm. And they were all like self-referential (laughs) <laughs> Based on the relationships between the three cats. Oh, my God. We, that's before we had a child, when we had time.
0: Holy <laughs> shit. Yes. Oh, yeah, cats are the fucking best, though. I love my cats so much. I I'm I thought about today, like, because I was thinking about your cat, and I'm like, I love my cats so fucking much, I'm not entirely convinced that I wouldn't jump in front of a train for that cat.
2: Right, I know. Like,
0: like it's this weird thing like i got my cat when she was a small tiny kitten like two pounds and how old is she now she is gonna be five in march yep so like it's this weird thing where when you adopt a pet and if it's a younger pet you're like i'm gonna be your whole life yep or most of your life yep and that cat then like loves you like no other person
2: oh completely just like a child would yep like we even talked about that with this one like you know it was just a couple weeks after we brought her home and whatever i was doing with her and uh and my partner just being like she completely trusts you yeah and uh and that's very kind of amazing like awesome is kind of the right like that's, whoa that's pretty
0: quick like yeah. I mean but I think too like probably the age because how old was she when you got her three months
2: uh about two three and a half yeah
0: yeah that's good that's like yeah. not quite Riley little baby kitten but yeah. like still a kitten
2: yeah still very much a kitten yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah like she's already like kind of starting to like chill out a little bit Aww. yeah
0: so and it's so great when you're they i swear to god they know when you're sad they know
2: oh they totally do they know actually speaking of that the one that the the, uh passed away most recently uh his name was the dude uh he uh so he was the third cat in the dynamic right because uh i had a cat and then uh my partner had two cats and the dude was the younger of the two so he was always sort of left out in a way and Aww. then uh, and then my cat passed away first and the day that we were gonna take him uh, to the vet uh, to be put down as i was trying to say goodbye to him this Aww. other cat the dude like comes in he's already like trying to comfort me and i remember at the time just being like dude i come that like he's not even dead yet like fuck off like, you know? but then he and i became really tight buddies and yeah. then especially once i stopped working we got to be hugely close and right. he would just follow me around everywhere. And I was the worst of anybody <laughs> when he died because he <sighs> like clearly like declined for several months. And then the day that like it had to happen, like we're at the vet and I'm just like, couldn't even answer anything. Cause I'm just there like bawling. I,
0: I, I said it on Instagram the other day. I don't, I want, I want myself to go before Mindy. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I want to leave Mindy with like one of my friends. Like I do not, it is, I, uh, Every pet owner's,
2: like, worst nightmare. Oh, do yeah, not. I know. It's brutal. And then I had to do a show that night. And oh, it was no, you just... did a show? Oh, God. And it was, like, the biggest, like, audience that I've probably performed in front of yet. Oh, my God. It <laughs> was like, well, at least uh, from that distance, they probably can't see that my eyes are super puffy. Oh, my.
0: How? Okay, that's why I really want to ask about this, because I think about this all the time. The idea of going through, like, something like that. Yep. Like, something super traumatic. How the fuck? do you mentally like compartmentalize that to a point where you can perform?
2: You just do. do. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's it. Cause I've, I've had to do that a few times and you just do. And then sometimes it can be very therapeutic too. yeah. Cause it, it's, it can be refreshing uh, to go into that place where your brain is going to shut it off for a couple hours. Right. Um, it's an escape. kind of. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the, I think the thing you have to remember is that it's, it's always still going to be there on the other side right yeah, you fuck. still have Oof, to steep
0: <laughs> yeah like you know yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I, it's a, it just uh, i I used to just say that as somebody who like you know for years just like autopilot autopilot like just yeah, keep yeah. going and it won't go away and they're just like oh no all those things will still yeah, you, you still got to deal with that Yeah, at some Yeah. Point.
0: yeah. was there any, ever anything worse than that that happened that you had to go on for a show
2: well you know i mean i remember um you know i mean obviously like this was entirely optional at this point but like i started comedy about six weeks before my dad died, and oh, knowing he was gonna die, oh, and shit. Uh, cause he had cancer, and oh, fuck. not but none of my friends because he was all new friends, right? right? Like all these comedians, I just met these people, and uh, I remember like I had to go home to Moncton, um, because you know it was kind of imminent, and calling up some of my comedy friends, being like, oh, okay, guys, like, sorry, like, I'm not gonna be able to make it out on Wednesday, and like, blah blah blah, like, you know, and then being like, well, actually, like you know, my dad's really sick and whatever. And and Ian Black, uh, was like the sweetest about the whole thing. And, uh, he was like one of my first really good friends in comedy. And, uh, so he was very kind about it. But then the next week, uh, after the funeral, I, I, I wanted to go back and do some comedy and, uh, and just just because this right, is the way right, the right. universe works, every single comic had some sort of cancer joke that night. Oh! But it, like, but also too, like, I need to explain. It weren't good cancer jokes. Oh, they were terrible no. cancer jokes. So like, I wouldn't mind if they were funny, right? <laughs> they were shitty. It was just like, come on. And then by about the fifth or sixth act, just Ian comes over and like crouches down next to me, leans my ears like, every single fucking one, hey. <laughs> i love you what are the fucking chances right. and this, yeah but then also like in now like in hindsight knowing like well that's just how life's always that's how gonna life, be yeah. so you just yeah gotta fucking suck it up and deal with it oh
0: man i can't i can't so sorry to hear about your dad oh night. thank that, you yeah that, Wait, we just got heavy there for a second yeah, <laughs> yeah no that's 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 crazy my dad uh like has very like a very early stage um prostate
2: yep uh
0: but it's like so early that like it's not concerning that's good like it's it's mega early but i'm just like it's such a fucking crazy ass thing to think about
2: oh absolutely yeah i
0: know at this age we're like are we gonna get it like, well like, th- 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 that's just it. it's like
2: oh my arm's been sore for a week now that's for sure cancer <laughs>
0: yeah i just bought today a alum- aluminum free deodorant yep natural deodorant not doing so bad right now actually <laughs> i just did a smell test for people <laughs> i literally put it on tonight and i was like i'm gonna test this out tonight because my apartment's an oven so uh, <laughs> i'm always sweating but no i, I did because i was like i heard that it causes breast cancer or it can lead it can potentially cause breast cancer yes but everything can give you cancer oh
2: absolutely everything i mean then that's the other thing i learned about that too which was like without getting like too far down that road but like my dad was actually, like, a crazy healthy person for the most part. Oh, so, shit. So, like, my only takeaway from that was, like, well, then that can happen to just about anybody, no matter what you do. So, <sighs> yeah. just live your fucking life. So,
0: do what you can if you want. But, like, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah.
2: You should probably try and live healthy. But, like, also, like, just don't do it at the expense of your happiness. And don't
0: stress out too much. Yeah. About it.
2: Because, like, stress, I think, will also kill you fast. It
0: <laughs> will. That will definitely kill you. Yeah. Yeah fuck what kind of cancer was that
2: uh esophageal oh yeah shit. yeah
0: and did he have it a long time two
2: years Ugh. yeah so you know i mean it was like you know he gave it a fucking hard battle um yeah. but i also look back on that time it's like uh kind of being a like i learned a lot of cool life lessons mm. that maybe i wouldn't have or wouldn't have until a lot older mm. um so you know once you get to the point where you accept that you couldn't change the fact that that happened you just yeah. have to, like, take what you can out of the experience. Yeah, that's right? very
0: true. And I think that that's, an, that's a problem I think a lot of people have with anxiety is, is like, they want to control everything. Yes.
2: You know? Yes. And they
0: can't. And you just need to get to that point where it's like, this thing's going to happen regardless of what I do.
2: Yeah. Then that's always been, like, a challenge for me. Yeah. God
0: damn. Were you close with your parents?
2: Very. Yeah, because, um, yeah, I mean, you know, one being the only, and uh, and we also, like, just always had a really great relationship. Right. Um, you That's know, awesome. I guess the cool thing is, is, while I would say I always had a really great relationship with both my parents. Um, I maybe was a bit closer to my dad. Right. So... You know, in that absence, it's really pushed my mother and I so much closer together. Right. And now as adults realizing like, oh, we're actually a lot alike.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah? oh, you're only realizing that now? <laughs> yeah. I knew like, growing up, I was like, I'm just like my mom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny
2: because, uh, you know, growing up, like my father, my mother's name was Lydia. So my father would call me Little Lydia. And now I realize, <laughs> you know, wow. that, that was probably like that the whole time. Oh, cool. And just, you know, because also, too, when you're a teenager, you don't necessarily want to be that. Yeah, that's right? true. You don't
0: want to, you don't want to get to know your mom so much. Yeah, that's yeah. Like cool.
2: But like, we had dinner last night, and, oh. you know, we had like, had a hilarious time. And like, she's the first one to say. Oh my god! Like you know, this stuff is so fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you. I love. I grew up like not cursing. Like our mm. my family was not a cursing family. Me either. Until a certain point, and now cursing is just a normal thing. Yeah, and I love that.
2: Yeah, the only one my I, I don't think my mom likes when I break out uh, the c word. Cut. Yeah. Oh, she does not care for that one. Um,
0: That's one that I've only recently started being okay to say. Right? See, and I—it's a tough word. It's it packs a punch.
2: It does pack a punch. See, and I started it early because I read Irvine Welsh novels when I was in junior high, <laughs> and so I didn't know that that like. At the time, like, I didn't know that that was much different than fuck or anything that's else. Very, that's true, yeah. So I, yeah. I got in trouble in, like, eighth grade because I was on the soccer field in gym class and called somebody a stupid cunt. <laughs> 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 Which I maintain. Jordan, you're a stupid cunt. <laughs> Jordan! <laughs> She's probably, boy or girl? Boy.
0: Boy, probably yeah. still a cunt. Yeah. I love Oh, oh That's even better. Calling a guy a cunt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to yeah. start
2: doing that. No, and, like, and the gym teacher, also a dude, just <laughs> did not know how to handle this situation. Oh,
0: my God. Okay, now I want to know what Catherine in high school was like. Oh. What, was, <laughs> what was high school Catherine
2: like? Uh, high school Catherine was not quite as obese as Gap Catherine, but <laughs> close. <laughs> but close
0: <laughs> okay uh there was
2: a lot of uh ironic sweat suits uh, there was just a lot of just not giving a shit oh, uh, nice. yeah because well because i was um i was in like a gifted program where they lied to us and told us that we'd get to graduate early but then they didn't let us graduate early so they just had these like professional smartasses running around the school and and everybody else wanted to be like doctors and lawyers and shit like this. So they were all busy taking like calculus and biology and shit. I didn't want any of that. So I just ran out of classes. And they Shut just wouldn't let me leave.
0: Which, So you were so smart. <laughs> in, in some ways. <laughs> that that you could have graduated early?
2: I could have graduated early and they just wouldn't let me. That's, whoa. So they made me make up my own courses. Hang on. Yeah. Make up? Yeah. Like, you just did things that you wanted to do? Yeah, or- like, I read a bunch of philosophy books, and I was giving, like, a intro to philosophy credit. Holy shit! Yeah. And am I, my am I teacher that, like, oversaw it, he, he was great, because, you know, I had this very ambitious plan that I just didn't follow through on, because also I realized nobody cared what we were doing, what? and my whole day was just sitting in the cafeteria, being like a not like people just come visit me because <laughs> it was like, Oh, Catherine's just hanging out in the cafeteria. Oh my god, you're
0: like the wise, like like you could have like been like the advice person. Basically and like that's just- basically what I was.
2: <laughs> so like I just come down and so like finally at the end of the term I was like I didn't get the six pay and he was like honestly he's like that was a lot. But he's like, but you did turn in two papers. And well you got ninety six on one of them and you got ninety four on the other, so I guess that means you got a ninety five in the course. <laughs> This would never happen now.
0: Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Smarty pants over here.
2: Oh, but then like, let, let's be clear. Like the, the university <laughs> education just went.
0: Whoo. What if you taking university?
2: I went to King's College to do foundation year. Okay. Um, which is a very cool program. I've heard that. Um, was, yeah. Which is based. It was basically like a, a more formal version of what I just described to you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that was a lot of fun. And then I did a year of poli sci at Dal, And uh, of course... My very first poli-sci course uh, for intro to poli happened on September 11th,
1: 2001.
2: <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh. And so I, like, it, that very, like, arrested development moment of, like, I think I've made a huge mistake.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Were you, were you, okay, do you remember where you were? Uh, no, no, no. I
2: remember this very distinctly. You, oh, tell me. And this is actually a very, like, good Catherine as a bitchy young person.
0: Because
2: <laughs> at the time, we're going to go back into the stone ages of the internet for a minute.
0: Yay! So, I
2: love those. Um, back in the day, there were email lists. <laughs> and so if you were, like, into a certain thing, in this case, the band was Radiohead, there'd be an email list, and there'd be maybe, like, three or 400 people. And emails that went to the list would go to everybody on the list. Right. And then you could have, like, you know, or you might end up conversing with individual people and so i woke up that day at noon because um kings uh there's no classes on tuesdays and so there was i didn't have class till four in the afternoon which was this intro to poli sci so i wake up at noon and i didn't even turn on the tv yet and i go to my computer and i'm checking my emails and there's emails on this discussion list about like holy shit, this crazy thing happening in the U.S., and somebody's flown into the World Trade Center and all this stuff. And I even just remember writing back, like, yeah, well, I mean, America kind of blows, so. (laughs) 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 And then turning on my TV, like, ooh, that was perhaps insensitive.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, that's just well, probably because you didn't see the magnitude of it. I literally had no idea what
2: anybody was talking about
0: wow yeah
2: and then turning on my tv and realizing exactly what everybody was talking about
0: holy yeah. shit yeah
2: and then yeah and so then going to this poli psych course and being like well our world just changed yeah and say i
0: don't know that i really I didn't want to deal with this yeah yeah oh god damn yeah i was like in grade i was in grades. what grade was i in nine grade nine yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that would make sense grade nine yeah at school, and like I remember, like they told us, and I didn't understand. Yeah, it was the, the same kind of thing. Well, actually, I wasn't. I wasn't at that level of sass,
2: right? Sure, yeah. At that
0: point, but I remember just being confused about it, and then coming home and seeing it on the news and being like, I like, think even then it? I was like, huh? Like, well, trying to happening?
2: comprehend the, like, the the meaning of like what, like what's like, happening or Yeah, yeah. Like, was it a bomb?
0: Like, I I think I actually thought it was a bomb.
2: Yeah, I, I
0: couldn't. I didn't understand that a plane flew into it.
2: See, and I think I was already cynical enough in some ways, right? That like, you know, knowing like, okay, like something seriously fucked up is happening here. Oh man! Just not really knowing like the full scope of the what yet, right? Full scope of it. But like, I also too like just like the f- just the few years difference in our age. Yeah, my first big TV news memory was Desert Storm oh yeah okay. so like i remember like you know being a little kid like you know a little younger than my daughter is now right and just every night just like watching this crazy tv footage of like these green lights flashing in the sky and oh man yeah
0: wild yeah do
2: you watch the news nowadays fuck no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i read the news i like to read yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah but you know and then i'm very picky about which sites i, I get like to get my news yeah, from that's right. um because
0: brainwashing <laughs> big time yeah Big time and it's just it, it's such a negative place i mean yeah. I, and i think it's even like like if you just look at twitter if you just go to the the uh trending oh on, that's on twitter, kind of enough right it's just like
2: whew, jesus yesterday the trump uh conference that was like the first time in a while that i actually like tuned in for something oh did you oh, uh, actually that was fun because uh <laughs> so he called his conference for like 2 30 and it was three fifteen before he came out. Fuck. Sense. So on the CBC feed, there was just forty five minutes of journalists standing around, and if you like <laughs> listen closely, you could just hear them like muttering to each other in the background, just like so. Like really? Because it's, it's fucking Friday afternoon. This fucking guy. And you're like oh, totally. I mean, nobody likes him. <laughs> Nobody's happy. God
0: damn! It's one of those things uh, when Trump got. Elected. That's another day that I'll never forget.
2: I'll never forget that one either. Yeah, yeah
0: that was a dark day.
2: Yep. Yeah, I actually distinctly recall uh, that being one of the moments where um, my general feelings towards life just shifted on that day. And to be fair, I think I still, since that moment, wake up every day believing the world is going to end soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not into conspiracy theories at all. I don't mean that in a like some crazy. I just mean. Based on the things that are happening right now, if we continue with this series of events,
0: mm-hmm.
2: something really shitty is going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we're kind of a we're a little bit removed from it sort of. But not bit. far
2: off. No, no, not far enough, right? That's the thing. Yeah.
0: And that's that. That's the whole other side. of It's funny because the world ending came up when I was talking to Scott Belford.
2: Yeah, um, but because <laughs> comedians are so cheerful,
0: <laughs> I love it. I love talking about that of the world because I'm, I'm more, I'm selfish. I'm just like I'm gonna die, and I'm just concerned about me dying. Yeah, Scott is like, you very worried about climate change and like environment, and like now we're talking politics. So it's like there's so many ways that the world could end.
2: Oh, so very many. And I mean, I guess too now like. You know, although I've mostly always been a fairly selfish person myself, you know, now having a child to consider, it's just like, okay, well, now that we've dragged you into the world. Yeah, that adds another layer. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what's this going to be like? Because, I mean, I I remember even three or four years ago, you know, jokingly but not jokingly in the car, you know, having a conversation about meat and, like, (laughs) the price of, like, different prices of meat and just being like look i'm just saying like maybe like don't get like super into steak just yet buddy because like, <laughs> <laughs> this might not be a steak lifetime for you that's, that's very yeah. f- fucking fair man
0: <laughs> but on the subject of parenting it's interesting we brought this up because mm-hmm. um, you posted an article recently about um you know it was i didn't read the whole article but it was touching on um the idea of you know like kind of shielding kids from from the world or like
2: yeah, the, the, well, so, a, yeah, well, a lot of that article dealt with the fact that, you know, we're not really teaching kids uh, how to deal with their mental and emotional health. Right. Um, and that's what's turning people into ill-equipped adults. Yes! Which, you know, I think is completely true. Like right. I 100% believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's been a lot of, in the last 20, 25 years, this shift towards telling everybody that they are unique and special and that they can be whatever they want to be and that's great, but nobody has explained to them what they need to do to get there. So, True. like, nobody has explained, you know, that you have to try at something. Nobody has explained that it's okay to fail at something. Yeah. So, they like, and I've seen it in like, my, you know, day job life, I've seen it in comedy life, and, I, and my day-to-day life. These people that, if they're not taught how to accept failing and failure um they think everything is an attack mm-hmm. so now you know me so. providing constructive criticism is somehow a personal attack, attack. which oh. is insane oh. and it's like no like I'm actually trying to help you it's but so unfortunately good. your parents never tried to help you in this regard so you're not equipped to deal with it at all yeah just not even a little <sighs>
0: God, that is so fucking true. Yeah, and how do you reflect that in your own um, parenting and dealing with an eight-year-old girl?
2: Well, you know, I mean, I think the big thing with her that, uh, and I'm lucky because she's a very bright child. Um, mm. You know, but uh, really just trying to hammer home that like nobody is perfect. Yeah, nobody's expected to be perfect, um, but you are expected to to try your best. Try your best. Work. Yeah, and not and not hard. even for anybody other than yourself yes right that Uh, like yeah because ultimately doing the best for yourself will make you happy yeah that is so true and uh you know I mean I don't care if she wants to be an accountant or a painter or whatever the fuck she wants to do that's Mm. fine Mm -hmm. just you know make sure that it makes you happy and do it well
0: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm I know that it might not be easy
2: Yeah I mean that's the other thing is knowing it might not be easy and I guess that's the thing is like my background very different than like you know kids these days (laughs) the way they're growing up because I think mine was even a little old-fashioned for its time Mm. my father was a lot older than my mother Mm. so you know he was born in 1946 right so in 1963 when he didn't want to go back to high school and thought he should just drop out um, you know my grandfather was like cool you don't want to go to school anymore great. 5 a.m. We're going to be in the woods tomorrow. Chopping wood. Right. Didn't take them long to go back to school. school. <laughs> right. But like there's people don't do that these days. No. It's, it's just like if their kid just like has a problem. It's just like, well, obviously something's gone wrong at school. So we're going to have to take you to a counselor. And it's like. Mm-hmm. Or you could just tell them that sometimes life is shitty. <laughs> <laughs> And then maybe if you just push through it it'll get better.
0: Oh uh, it's kinda like this like fear of being un—like People are scared to be uncomfortable. Yep. very Very and I almost and and I definitely see it in kids, but I also even just see it in like young the younger gen like I'm thirty one. I feel like my generation is kind of on the cusp there.
2: Yeah. But I
0: would say like people in their twenties.
2: Oh yes. Early twenties? Big time. You know, I mean I was seeing a lot of before I quit working. Kids in their early 20s, and not to totally generalize, but, like, Mm. their moms bring Mm -hmm. in their resume. What the fuck? Oh, that's (laughs) Jesus Christ. I can't imagine my parents ever doing that for me. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah, and and you're not going to do it for her. (laughs) Hell no. Hell no. And then also, these same parents calling, like, five days later, like, "Um, Thomas hasn't gotten a phone call about an interview yet. Yes. Well, Thomas didn't bring in the resume. You did. Also, Thomas has never done anything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Maybe you should take Thomas to a volunteering program. (laughs) Seriously, though.
0: I remember um, learning that at a youngish age, too. Because I think I had parents that weren't, they were kind of in the middle. They weren't. (sighs) They, okay, so this is the story. I got my first job at Dairy Queen. Mm Mm-hmm. And I at the time was a really bad sleeper. Still am. i have never had a fun time sleeping. But well, I, I just wouldn't be able to sleep like at decent hours. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. So <laughs> 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 like, I don't know what it's like to pass, like you know how people go to bed at like ten or eleven? Yep. That's so far from my life that I can't even <laughs> I don't I don't know what that's like. For me it's like two or three.
2: See, no, I can't be like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I was having trouble dealing with school and working in this job where I would be out until, like, I think they were making me work till like, 10 p.m. And my mom was seeing that. And my mom quit for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God.
0: She, like, and this is even worse. After two days. What? And I remember, like, even though that that happened and then that was fucked up. I remember after that happened, I was like, that wasn't right. She shouldn't have done that. (laughs) She did. And it's embarrassing as shit. And my friends still make fun of me for it. Because this was like, would have been like grade 10 or 11. Right. Um, But like, I remember just thinking that, that wasn't cool. And she was clearly trying to protect me and like not make me feel uncomfortable. I don't even really know. That was her being. I'm sure her heart was in the right place. Her heart was in the right place. But I remember thinking like, that's fucked up. yeah yeah, you shouldn't have done that yeah
2: (laughs) oh my god i just can't quit a job
0: quitting a job for me wow can you imagine
2: no oh even today if i like did something like that for ramona i could just imagine the backlash (laughs) yeah
0: seriously (laughs) independence is so important yes and like i grew up being able to go, like I grew up in the country, right? Did you grow up? Were you towny or country? Yeah, no, I grew up
2: in Moncton, so you know, I mean, I, you know, was it, but it was like suburb, so like, okay, you know, you could ride your bike oh. ten minutes to the corner store, that kind of shit. And
0: did your parents kind of let you go out and explore? Totally. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. So like, I, I had that freedom as well. Like, we would literally go out and run around the woods and do God knows what. Yep. Like, how the fuck are they supposed store? to do? We could have been smoking weed in the woods. And I did. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sorry, mom, if you're listening. (laughs) Now you know. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and they would literally, like, the only time that they would, like, get concerned is if it would start to get dark when we weren't home. Or if we weren't home for supper or something, they would get concerned. But other than that, they rang a fucking bell. They rang a bell. Yeah. (laughs) A bell to get us to come home.
2: Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no, like, in my neighborhood, it was like, yeah, you just, like, you heard the doors open. And then you just heard some parent yelling various names. And those ones had to go now. Right? Nowadays. Oh, very different. Very different. Yeah. (sighs) Which I think is like really weird because like, uh, you know, this year, like my daughter's in grade two. And this year at her school, uh, we had a meeting in her class early into school. And there was a discussion over um, this year, instead of Ziploc bags, we'll give the children folders. To bring their work home and any important notices. And more than one parent Aww. was like, Well, I just, uh, I don't, you know, the Ziploc bag's really good because sometimes they spill things uh-huh. or sometimes they crawl. Or I don't know, teach your kid not to fucking spill shit. <laughs> like,
0: like, let's make this as easy as possible for okay. them their whole lives and then send them away to college where they'll be like holy shit rape and drugs and sex and oh what do i do
2: no kidding I mean, these kids are fucking eight now you like in eight years <laughs> they're gonna have a fucking job and you can't like teach them how to not put their water bottle in upside down like oh, come seriously. on. seriously seriously god it's That's just I insane That's and like i can I, I could tell too like my daughter was just like or we could just folders we just just have folders
0: i love that so what ramona like what do you see a lot of yourself in her oh personality wise
2: big time yeah 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 Yeah. but uh, you know i mean then there's some blend in there like she's she's nicer than me (laughs) She's, she's so much less cynical even like from what i was at that age yeah uh yeah no she but she is very sarcastic which
1: is fun. I love that.
2: Uh, yeah. And uh, and I have heard through the grapevine. She has started rolling her eyes at school sometimes. Oh! <laughs> the attitude. It's only grade two. Yeah. But her teacher has even told me, she's like, I've seen it. And I know it wasn't at me. hmm But. Right. <laughs> but then also, in retrospect, I'm like, I think it might have been at you. Because yeah. um, she, uh, and I won't say the person's name, of course, but she... She wrote this thing for for Christmas for her teacher. And uh, so she loved her teacher last year and she put like hours of work into this card for that teacher. And then this year's teacher, she drew a a nice picture, not quite as much detail. But then the message was, uh, thank you for being the best teacher you can be. And I was like, that is the most shade. That is like oh, I know. Thank you for trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like good effort. I'm kind of a fucking idiot. You're a
0: cut. Fuck Ramona. <we're> <laughs> and I let her send it.
2: I was fine with that.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Throw in some shade and with the eye roll. She's yeah. yeah. That's light shade. Eye roll. Listen. Eye rolling as a form of shade. Oh,
2: absolutely. I
0: love me a good eye roll. I love it, it I mean, when it's well timed. When yeah, it's well timed. <laughs> And do you ever, like, get texts from people? I can sense eye rolls, even if I don't see it. Oh, yeah. I can sense them. Absolutely. You know, like, in text. Are you a big texter? Do you text a lot of people? I do.
2: I, and, like, I have one, like, as you're saying this, I have one friend in particular. And we grew up together. Like, we went to high school together. And he was also part of the gifted group that we're not allowed to leave. <laughs> uh, but it, 97% of his text messages are like, I am feeling your eye roll oh, right
0: Oh, God. Now. <laughs> I know, right? Ugh what about social media um so she's eight
2: yep are you gonna let her like is she using it now what I don't, she's not I don't... on any social media Good she's stuff. uh you know i mean she has her own tablet now and she's you know allowed to do spotify she's nice. games you know she has her own youtube account and stuff Ooh. like with parental controls and things of course right um i'm fine with her exploring that world um the social media I think can wait as long as possible. Yes. I
0: I was gonna say I totally agree.
2: I mean, you know, the tablet I'm still a little on the fence on, but uh but yeah, the social media thing, you know, learn to be good at socializing in person first. Right. <sighs>
0: ding dang. I'm I'm too lazy to ding the bell, but that's a ding. Yes, Catherine got it for me. <laughs> ding yourself. Yeah, no, that that's that's one hundred percent. I think that's that, uh, I mean, it's even just hard for me as a thirty-one-year-old to deal with. I can't. Imagine. It's hard for
2: everybody because it's, it's fucking hard. It's
0: a shitty, unnatural thing. It's so unnatural, and so, so such smoke and mirrors. It's smoke yeah. and mirrors. Yeah, uh, unless it's a cat Instagram account, in which case it's perfect. <laughs> um, there are no smoke. There's and mirrors nothing with cats. wrong with cats. Cats are perfect, <laughs> uh, and they they don't deserve us no <laughs> they don't no. no they're better than us <laughs> they know it yeah they look at us um what about comedy so how so you did you did kings mm-hmm. how did you decide that you want to get into comedy
2: it wasn't really like a conscious decision mm. so much as like it was definitely uh something i was always interested in but uh in that same period there where um where my father was really sick and uh, and i was with my first husband. Uh, we discovered there were some comedy shows going on, and that was, like, a cool thing to go kind of explore and, like, take mind off things. And then the Yuck Yucks opened. Um, and as soon as the Yuck Yucks opened, uh, started to make, like, a bunch of friends with, you know, any of the comics that were there, and, like, Ian Black, like, he worked there at the time. Right. And stuff like that. And uh, so it wasn't very long before... Um I was hanging out with the other comedians and uh, you know it was like suggested like just uh, just go, just give it a go just, just try can. it just try and uh, yeah and then this one Sunday, I got dragged into doing it and like at the beginning of that day I had no idea that's what I was gonna do wow. and by the end of that day it was like this was everything I need to do.
0: And did it go good? Like it first? did. It yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah it
2: yeah. did go well. The first wine, uh, you know, and then, of course, the typical, like, then the next 10 go terrible.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Uh,
2: but I was also really lucky in that, like, I had a lot of support from, like, established comedians and people who were, like, trying to, like, help me go over my notes and stuff like that. So, you yeah. know, as opposed to, like, somebody who sits about at home thinking about it and... And not really
0: knowing, like, what can I do better? Yeah. Like, like, what, what... Yeah, because I think a lot of it, and like, from what I've learned is, is, like, so much of it is, like, observing and learning that way.
2: Yes. Right? Yeah, like, and that's one thing I find more people these days could understand is, like... Yeah. You know, right now there's a lot of people who, like... Because we do have a lot of comedy going on, which is amazing. Yeah. Tons. Um, But, you know, yeah, as much as it might be tempting to try and do, like, two or three sets in a night if you can, mm. there is something to be said for just doing the one set and then watching the other people and enjoying the experience and... Getting to see the audience from start to finish. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Take your time. Yeah. Take your time. Because
2: it is a long game. You know?
0: And did you, were you, like, when you started, did you keep a momentum? Like, like did you kind of, like, you obviously start going to shows or, like, doing open mics and stuff. Yep. Um. Did you set goals for yourself? Like, I'm going to do one mic-, mic a week. Or, like, or was it kind of a slow progression?
2: Well, I mean, at that time, there wasn't a whole lot else on the go. so. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, like, very important to try and get on Yuck Yucks every Wednesday mm. and uh, and do amateur night. And then outside of that, there was, like, the odd thing that would happen maybe one other night a week. Right. Um, that period was about, like, six months before, like, I started getting guest spots and then starting to actually, like, get paid work with Yuck Yucks. And then, you know, I was kind of off and running after that.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's crazy.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't think that would ever really happen now because... It's an established scene now, but just the luck of like coming along at a time when like that club opened, plus a club opened in New Brunswick, and they needed tons of comics. Yeah. And there was only a handful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then you got into hosting
2: the show. Yes.
0: So flash forward. Yeah. I have a lot of questions about this because, I mean, Andrew's obviously a friend of mine. He hosts uh, Mega Comedy Mondays. Um, What's the most challenging thing about hosting a room? Like, because. There's so much more to it than I ever thought that there was. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like there's so many layers to to running the show.
2: Yeah, because there's the actual show itself, like everything that happens Yeah, in the moment, and then there's all the background stuff. All the right? background,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, specific to my room, is that room was one that had gone through lots of ups and downs over the years mm. and was kind of in a bit of a down period when I took it over, mm-hmm. so... Barely's had a lot of people coming in who were essentially just off the street. Yeah. They weren't taking comedy seriously. They wanted to just get up and tell a few jokes. Right. And, you know, I'm not trying to disrespect those people, but, um, you know, I can't have somebody coming in telling street jokes just to get a free beer. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to put on a serious show here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, weeding out those kind of people in a polite way.
0: Yeah, and you want to give people a chance but you want to make sure that those people that you give a chance to maybe are and how do you but how do you feel that out like is there if someone new comes in yep what's the process there
2: you know i mean i like to think i'll always give a new person a chance Mm -hmm. uh you know and a a couple chances because i don't think it's fair to just you know make a decision based on one performance right um you know but ultimately um for me what i need to see is like if you are a new person great that you're coming to do my show but i need to see you going to other shows too Mm -hmm. trying out other rooms if you're always just trying to do one room and uh, and then getting upset when you're not getting stage time there it's like well you know think of how many comics there are in the city yeah every show can't have whoever wants to be on it every week that just doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense yeah that's
0: very true There's so many other places yeah and and people need to do
2: the other places to get better Mm -hmm. You know, we all do.
0: Because you got to get used to the different environments. Oh yeah. There's different vibes to all the different venues. Oh yeah. Like yuck when... yucks is not guesses.
2: Exactly. And even when you're like established, like you still need to keep because if you just are doing yuck yuck shows all the time, well then you'll forget how to do rooms like guesses. Mm. You know.
0: Mm. And you got to do those. You got to do those nitty gritty rooms. Oh you my know? God,
2: absolutely. Which is
0: the most fun? I would say that those rooms, pro- like, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know m- too much about comedy, but like, I feel like those rooms are where you can grow right oh
2: huge that that's those are the work rooms those that's are the that's wor- where yeah. you try shit out yeah you know don't rely on yuck yucks so like, like I still see this sometimes like people will come in like on Saturday night like hey, I'm gonna bring out this brand new joke to this room of 150 people who paid $20 a head like they didn't pay to see you fuck around <laughs> That's very true.
0: Yeah. And, and actually you saying that I was at the John Dor show. Oh yeah. Oh I, I have a story to tell about eee. it. And this would this will lead good into uh, my another question I have for you. Um, but John Dor actually was doing new jokes. Yep. At Good Robot. So this is the coolest thing ever. I've never been to this little spot in Good Robot. But it's like upstairs it's like a newish. Oh then little, I have not explored that space either. It is the coziest most intimate little room and I think it's like maybe 50 people cool thereabouts because I think they're only selling about 50 tickets oh wow Not not very many okay Um, he was doing new material or he cool. said he was anyway yep and I found that to be so cool to see like but he's a seasoned guy
2: yeah I mean that's in yeah, a small I, yeah room. caveat to the thing I, I said about like they didn't pay to see you fuck around when I say yeah. that I mean like somebody who's not actually getting paid work yet exactly right yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. When he, in that context, you should be bringing your A game to Saturday night. Exactly. Somebody like a John Dorf, of course, though. That's true. and especially doing like an intimate show like that. It would be weird for him to come and just do all of his like stuff a- you've seen on TV. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, like that's the amazing experience of seeing that intimate show. It was so cool. I bet.
0: Like it. Like there was points where he stopped and wrote notes in his amazing. Notebook. Amazing. I was like, this is unreal. This, but the one thing about it that made it even crazier. We we got there a little later than we meant to, um, and, and so I thought I was like we're probably gonna be near the back. That's fine. I don't. It doesn't really matter. Um, they sat us like second row. Like there was like li- like me and my friend Catherine, and they sat us in this like place with like three chairs. Yeah. So it was me and her on an empty seat. Show was about to start. This guy sits down beside me, and I could tell right away he was a very loud laugher, <laughs> and he was a big guy with a beard. Okay so loud laugher dude Mm -hmm. and then i was like okay the laugh is loud and at first it was fun it was like this guy's a crazy loud laugh but then he started talking back to john oh god so he started like it started with him um kind of like he'd repeat something john would say like, he'd repeat the punchline or repeat what John just said to make everyone laugh. And, and John's kind of, like, looking at him, like, oh, that's weird. And then he started asking questions. Or, and he started, like, saying more. Like, he, he wanted to be part of the show. Of he course said, he like, did.
2: Of course he did. One of
0: those. And it got out of hand to the point where John was like, John even said, he's like, you're throwing me off my, my flow here, man. Like, <laughs> like I was in a flow and you just threw, like, he would be in the middle, like, of, like, you know, the peak of, like, a really good bit. Yeah. And this guy would fucking say something. Mm-hmm. And this guy was so loud and his friends were behind him. But me and Catherine, my friend Catherine, were sitting right next to him. So it kind of looked like he was with me, us. And he goes on about flying on a plane or something like that. Because John was on a joke about flights. He goes, I'm flying for the first time uh, on Saturday. <laughs> and so John starts like, oh, really, buddy? You're flying for the first time on Saturday? Where where are you flying to? Newfoundland. And you could tell he was you could tell he was slurring a bit. Sure. A little drunk. A little bit drunk. And he was like, Oh, Newfoundland, yeah, you've never been to Newfoundland before. First time flying, but I, I'm from Newfoundland. I was born there. And he's like, You're born for born in Newfoundland, but like you're here now. So like how how did you get here? Like did you take the ferry? Like you've never flown but and there was like holes in the story, of right? Of course. Jaws just like keeps asking questions and this guy is like not letting down. And eventually the staff kicks him out.
1: <laughs>
0: and he goes and you tell he kind of felt bad about it a little bit he's like oh like and he goes to me and like, me and Catherine and he's like I hope your friend is okay Jesus! and, and we said in unison he didn't come with us <laughs> everyone burst out laughing and then oh it was just it was such an experience like it was probably about Five solid minutes of dealing with this guy. Oh, God. But John, like, totally made it so funny. Like, he started doing Newfoundland puns at one point. He's, like, talking about all the different cities in Newfoundland. Like, yep. Let, let's go have a Gander in Newfoundland. And, <laughs> oh, we were talking about dogs earlier. You know what kind of dog I love? Labradors. And, like, it just it just oh, started going up. Of course it, he did. It went off on this big thing about puns. <laughs> and it just got so ridiculous that he just kept going with it. And the crowd loved it. I just thought to myself, that was a fucking moment that no one else... Oh, Like absolutely. even though it was a heckler. And it, well, I wouldn't even call it a heckler because Dan was there and Dan Dan spoke up and he's like, that's my bud, Corey. He means well, he's just a big dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then John Doerr goes, I'm really concerned that Dan just said dumb dumb.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I started making fun of Dan. Jesus. It was so like it was such an awkward experience, but like also fucking hilarious. Oh, absolutely. Because he just made fun of them. But then he kind of felt bad for doing it. It was, it was really interesting. Um, but I can imagine hosting a room yeah, and obviously being a comedian and, and seeing comedy as much as you do. I imagine that there's some archetypes of annoying crowd people. Oh, absolutely. What is What do you think is your least favorite archetype?
2: Uh, specifically in the Barely's World context too, it's the middle-aged <laughs> drunk guy who's like on a bender with his body <laughs> and they'll come in and this doesn't happen too much these days but like they just sit there and they they talk so loud and they are just so loud loud guys oblivious yeah. to what is happening around them and then of course as soon as me saying something it's oh the woman's getting mad now and uh, it's just like fuck you
0: oh go fuck yourself yeah
2: and those ones i enjoy Uh, Because they are very easy to shut down, though. Oh, yeah, Uh, right. It's Just like, look, I understand. This is the longest that you've had a woman talk in your general direction (laughs) in so long (laughs) that you don't know how to react. That's hilarious. (laughs) You know, and that's usually all it takes. And they're embarrassed. Like, guys like that, they're always so embarrassed. They are. And that was the thing. This dude,
0: you could tell he did it. And the way that Dan, because I talked to Dan after, and he's like, yeah, that guy, like, he just doesn't understand how comedy shows work. Right. He doesn't understand that um, there's a level of interaction in a comedy show if, if the comedian asks a question uh, or something, or you laugh. That's about it. Yeah. Other than that, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but these people are just
2: like, <laughs> pardon me, but like, they're socially inept. They're, like, they don't understand. Just, they, they think they're part of it. Yeah. But they're, they would also be socially awkward in other situations. Oh, like, I can they're, imagine. Just, they're just not good at social stuff. Yeah, I can
0: imagine. So he just didn't understand how how it worked, um, and then and then there's <laughs> just straight up assholes. I imagine that are literally just like that you would call a heckler.
2: Oh yeah, Does I th- haven't had that too much. Like I've oh, seen good. it, but like I personally haven't had it too much. That's good. Uh, for me, it's more the ones that are just genuinely like clueless, dumb. You know, like I, I distinctly recall like last year's show in New Brunswick, we're having like, a woman like that where she just kept. Everything was just an interruption. And just like, like, lady, like we're not having a conversation because mm. there's a hundred other people around you. That's how do people not get that? And I she don't. really didn't like because it, it even got as far as me just being like, "Look, I swear to God, just like if you could just shut the fuck up and like <laughs> just let me do one, just one. This is what I'm I'm paid to do." Like, there's, a, uh, believe me, there was a plan here. Yeah. This will go so much better if you just stop intervening.
0: Yes. Actually, at one point, John Doerr took out a $5. But he's like, took out his wallet. <laughs> and he's like, how much money do I have? Oh, I only have a five on me. If I give you this $5, will you not say anything for the rest <laughs> of the night? And he didn't take the $5.
2: Wow. But, of course, like, I also think about that, too. Like, you know, because sometimes I will, like... Mom, the audience, and I will tell them that that's what I'm doing. Right. I It's like, look, I got a fucking eight year old at home. I will treat you like I treat her. <laughs> I will stand here with my arms folded and my mouth making a very cranky face <laughs> until you all shut the fuck up. And you will.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. And then there's the drunk girls. I imagine drunk girls are probably pretty bad, too. They're
2: right? kind of the worst. Yeah, they're kind, yeah. Of kind of the worst. And, like, I just, like, I have no patience for that, too, because it's just like, <laughs> Look, you were cunts to me in high school, and you're being cunts now. Like right, like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> cunts are gonna be cunts. Yeah. <laughs> Once a cunt, always, oh, a always, always.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just have so little patience for like stuff like that. Wow. And just yeah. like that's me, like just in life and two, just like, all right, fine. I'll just go away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the first time that you dealt with like a heckler or like a kind of awkward experience oh, during the show? Yeah.
2: Yeah. This is kind of a good story because it's still like one of the worst. Yeah. So. I'm like six months into comedy, and this was over at Big Leagues in Cole Harbor because oh, it's yeah, okay. amazing. <laughs> nice. And it's a yuck show. It's me and two other comics. Um, but this is, this is one of my first paid gigs, plus uh, what nobody has told us until we've arrived at the venue is it's a nine o'clock show on a Sunday night, but most of the bar has been there since one o'clock oh.
1: because...
2: They've all been drinking and supporting a fundraiser for a young girl with terminal cancer. Oh uh, so, grief drinking. Make some laughs now, fuckos. Uh. So, I, and I'm not equipped, cause like, you know, at that point in comedy, if you've been doing comedy for six months, you know how much time you have? Five minutes less than whatever you were booked to do. And right, like, right. And, and and even still, like, it's not good. It's right. still not good enough. Yeah, right? so, yeah, yeah. Like, you have no wiggle room. Uh, so if it's not going well, like, just that's all you have, plus, as I'm, like, already getting ready to leave, just, like, I've accepted defeat, and whatever, and this dude stands up, and he's just, like, typical middle-aged, rough-looking guy, and he was like, I got a rash here, missy, and before you leave, you're gonna have it, too. <gasps> like, what? 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 Like, that's an insane <laughs> thing for anybody to say, and, of course, like, I don't even know how to deal with this, and i was like... Okay, well, I think we can all agree. I'm just going to get the fuck out of here now, then. And <laughs> so I'm like, bye. And I hang up the mic, and I walk out, and I just immediately walk outside to go for a cigarette. And I come back in the bar like five minutes later, and the bouncer is like, Oh, lady, you don't want to come in and see what's going on here. And, of course, I'm like, don't be condescending. I was like, I was just in there on your stage. Yes, I can come in and yeah, see yeah, what yeah. the fuck is happening. What do you mean what the fuck's happening? oh well this fella here just dropped so this same man has now dropped his pants <gasps> and is showing the entire bar the rash he was just talking to me too the whole audience uh-huh. <laughs> i'm like you're right i don't want to be here for this right now
0: holy shit
2: yeah that was your
0: first time dealing with that that was
2: my first time dealing with that yeah that is Yeah, I, like. I, yeah i just turned 24 like cool here's this man that weighs twice as much as me with his pants down
0: holy shit yeah. that's insane yeah um i i do want to pick your brand about something um i want to get your honest opinion on it yeah because i i put i put it on facebook stupidly <laughs> let me tell you in the past year i have regretted statuses more than ever before well, because also people are now, like, just
2: jump on fucking everything, right? Jesus
0: fucking Christ. Um, i made a status saying, hey, ladies, how do you deal with man- mansplaining? Oh, yes, I saw that. Okay. I never thought that I would get responses like being like, mansplaining isn't a thing. But I sure did.
2: <sighs> oh, 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 Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, and And I had a discussion last night with some friends about it. And it's this weird, like, time right now where everyone's everyone's really opinionated everyone's really sensitive everyone thinks their opinion is the opinion um but also it's like yeah i fucking hate sexual assault i don't think it should be a manhunt but like it still fucking happens and you know what i mean like like i'm never gonna i'm never gonna go in one way or the other it's it's a fucking gray area yeah you know what i mean like that's just kind of how i am and with mansplaining yes i do think it's dumb that we we kind of say mansplaining, right? Because people can just be dicks, and then they're just being dicks. <laughs> yeah. But when I ask that question, and this is me just probably not putting enough context in my statuses, got to get better at doing it. I just happen to have experienced a no when I'm being mansplained to. Oh, of course, because you see these people talk to men, yeah, and they don't talk the same way. So that is mansplaining. Exactly. I hate the fucking term, and that it's like this like term to say. But that's what it is. But I have people just being like, it's not, I hate that people call it mansplaining. It's not about gender. I'm like, maybe not. But sometimes it is. (laughs) Yeah. So calm the fuck down. Yep. And like, like. It's funny because Scott McLean commented on that post. I was like,
2: "Of course he did." And then I made
0: a co- I made a comment being like, M- "Make status a- directed to and for women."
2: Somehow, knew Scott would still come. Oh my god! Because well, like Scott's one of the only people where I've ever had an opportunity to use the word mansplaining with such fucking <gasps> he accuracy. mansplains mansplaining. He does. He does. No, and actually, like the whole thing was it started with like him and I being in a condo, a comedy condo in Saint John. And he starts explaining how women's bodies work, and <laughs> so he, talk about the definition of mansplaining. Seriously, though. But then, he, like at some point, he was just like, "Well, like you know, like when you get your period, and then like your kidneys." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you just did you just say kidneys are involved with periods?" And uh, and then he continues like yelling for the longest time. And right as I was about to say the word. The third comic that's with us, who was a man for the importance okay. of this yes. story, uh-huh. goes, uh, God, you know, I, I don't like to use the word mansplaining. And I'm like, me either. <laughs> and then he's like, "But I can't think of a more appropriate definition of the word that what you're doing right now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And that was the night that Scott McLean explained to me how my body works. <laughs> it's,
0: it's just like, can we, it is a thing. Like, am I, I'm not manhunting anyone. No, at all. It's just I've I've noticed it lately, and and I, I hate saying this because I have a lot of guy friends, but I do notice it with guy friends sometimes. Yeah, totally. And 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 I don't freak out, and I just kind of go, mm, okay, that's interesting. Um, but I do think that people aren't, people don't ask questions enough. Like if you're not sure if a woman has knowledge on something, maybe just ask first before. Assuming she doesn't literally treat it the that's same what way it you would is.
2: anybody else. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like like that's that that's I think what it is. It pisses me off when guys don't ask. Yeah, um, before they assume. Yes, and that's to me is what mansplaining is. And so when I asked that status, like I didn't mean for it to be a debate about whether or not it exists. And, <laughs> yeah. Like it just turned into this whole thing. I was just like motherfuckers, like. Jesus Christ! Like every woman has experienced it. I don't of care who you are. Of course you have. <sighs> <as>. God damn! <Yeah.
2: laughs> just it, it was just funny. Oh no! I mean,
0: want to pick your brain on it because I imagine you. D- do you get it? Like, do you ever? Oh, experience absolutely!
2: It? I've, I've certainly experienced it, and you know, and, and I'm sure we'll continue to experience it. I think most of the time, like, I'm lucky enough to see it happening now. Like, all uh, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my, my favorite one, and like, and I'm not even trying to pick on him, like, because he's just trying to help and like, but like, we'll, we'll be at home and like, I'll be cooking. And because I'm still newer to the cooking game, uh, I'll sometimes ask my partner a question because he also, not only is he a good cook, but he edited cooking shows. Oh, cool. of these. Okay. So yeah. like. He learned a lot, probably. Of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course. So, you know, I mean, I, I have no problem being like, hey, you've made this thing 10 times that I haven't. Like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. would you do in this situation? But instead of just getting like. The answer that I asked for, like you know, what temperature should I put this on? I just want a number. You know what Yeah, I mean? then I'll get this long-winded, like, long winded, long explanation. Well, you're send- gonna want, I'm like, you already read the internet. Shut the fuck up and just answer the
0: number. So that's a light form of it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Like he doesn't thing. even know that he's being a dick. Like he's that- just trying to be helpful.
0: That's one hundred percent. And like I like that's the thing about it. They don't know. No, but there's oh. subtle assumptions being made. Yep. Without and you might not even notice you're making them. Yeah. And it's like, do you realize
2: you're being a real condescending prick
0: right now? And you wanna know what? Maybe woman splaining is a thing. Oh do I know if Scott McLean knows what a diva cup is or what a tilted cervix is? (laughs) Or um like like maybe he does. But maybe like me as a woman, I say, Hey Scott, do you know that a tilted cervix is a thing? (laughs) Oh no, you don't? Let me explain. It's like that's what it is. It's fucking asking the question before you assume
2: yeah absolutely
0: yeah. yeah so like if a woman is like like dealing with i don't know video games or something you say do you have experience in video games like like <laughs> no i don't okay now you're good to explain it
2: yeah instead of just like well clearly you've never played this before so <laughs> move over i'll do most of it for you then tell you why you're an idiot good night
0: oh it's just it's just interesting to me it's a, it's a it's an interesting day and age that we are in right now. It's a
2: very weird time.
0: <laughs> it's a very weird time. Yeah. Do you think that, that the time that we're in right now, does that affect your comedy at all? Like when you're writing new
2: jokes? Uh, you know, a little bit in some ways, I think, because like, it is such an overly sensitive time. Oh, God, yeah. And uh, although at the same time, I just, I think I really am still trying hard to be like, well i don't find this insensitive so i'm going to, to go s- with it
0: yeah, yeah 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 and do you say that when you're like when you're on stage or do you just kind of go in with that mentality
2: i mostly just go with the mentality yeah, every once right. in a while i think i i will have to say it uh especially sometimes like people get a little tense about like stuff like when i am talking about my kid or whatever and it's like mm. no like i'm not being a bitch like you know yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> just it, it, calm down it's okay. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes she even knows that I'm talking about this. It's fine. Like-
0: <laughs> I was going to ask. Yeah, because you're, 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 um, like, it does inspire a lot of your comedy. Oh, for sure. Which is hilarious because um I think that that's really relatable and real. And it makes parenting something that you can look at and go oh that's that's fucking real life right there that's someone being honest about parenting yeah and the experience and so like do you yeah so you you tell her that you talk about her a little bit yeah, or yeah.
2: you know i mean she she has not enough of an awareness now where like <laughs> there have been times where something will happen and then she'll see me pick up my phone and like, <laughs> are you putting that on facebook mom <laughs> like yes because it's fucking hilarious that's so funny yeah or other times like she, she, she thinks like you should you should put that on instagram for sure oh my <laughs>
0: god i love it she's so, so self-aware
2: yeah so like that's as much awareness of social media as she
0: has oh wow but yeah
2: like she yeah she has good self-awareness yeah and uh, you know but at the same time like i you know I, there's certain things i would never right. share but you know you have to respect uh, a person's autonomy
0: has she ever hurt like gone to one of your shows no no yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, no, not yet. Uh, I, I'm sure that time will come soonish. Yeah. yeah that's um, going to be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be <laughs> weird. <laughs> that's going to be very weird. And Holy then it's going to be brutal because then she'll probably, like, write her own set after that, and then she'll be funnier than me, and then I'll just have to kill myself. <laughs> Do you think she has a
0: little comedian in her? Oh, I think
2: big yeah. time, yeah. Wow. She's very clever. Timing's very good. And, Aww. uh... You know, one of her, like, go-to jokes these days is uh, she has uh, one grandmother that's especially fond of wine. Not in a bad way, but, you know, it is well-known. Marilyn enjoys a glass of wine, and that's great. But uh, before Christmas, we're, like, in Bulk Barn. We're going through the candy aisle, and uh, she sees the guy, like, filling up the bin of wine gums, and she just goes, Wine gums? Now that's the candy for Grammy! (laughs) Ha! Oh, my God. This Bulk part employee, like, I thought he was going to suffocate himself in oh. the bin that he was trying to hide his face in. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, like, she just, you know, she sees these little opportunities and she wow. just goes with it. I'm like...
0: Do, and do you think she's a mix of you and your partner? Oh, definitely a mix, yeah. but I...
2: In a lot of ways... You know, yeah, she, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely a mini-me. How did you meet your guy? So, we met... Uh, this is a weird story... I love uh, weird ones. He, uh, so he's uh, in a band, like I mentioned, and uh, his the band he was in at the time was named after a wrestler from the old, like, 80s Atlantic wrestling circuit. Oh, wow. Cuban Assassin.
0: Wow,
2: what and, a name! Right? So uh, this was back in 2008, and uh, I'd gone to Barely's after doing a comedy show, at yucks, and uh, I was hanging out with my comedy friends, and then, like, at one in the morning, This very large man uh, with long hair next to this less large man (laughs) with red long hair, who is my partner, uh, appeared at the table. And the giant man is like, my friend wants to talk to you. Like, just totally embarrasses the fuck out of him. And uh, and so we chatted for a few minutes. He seemed really nice. Um, And then, uh, you know, I was like, "Okay, maybe see you around or whatever. And then they left. And then eventually I left like 45 minutes later. And I went into the pizza shop next door. And they were still there. Which is kind of like, oh, that's funny. We're running into each other again. And so we sat down and like talked for another like twenty minutes or so. But what I always appreciated, and I give this advice to young men still today, uh, rather than ask for my number, he gave me his number. Yeah, and was just like, look, if you ever want to hang out, here it is. Yeah. But then of course by then I was so impressed by that that I was like, great, I'll give you mine too. And uh, and before I had the chance to get in touch with him, he got in touch with me. Um and then that was it What? Wow. yeah wow.
0: And, and what was the first date like
2: first date was cool we uh, met up at uh, the old Ginger's Tavern on Barrington <gasps>
0: Ginger yes there Ginger's
2: and there was still comedy going on there at the time oh fuck yeah so we met downstairs and then went upstairs for comedy for a bit oh that's a good first date. And, uh and I'm pretty sure Peter White started dating somebody after that show and Ian Black started dating somebody after that, that show like that
0: exact show yeah. <laughs> Hilarious! Yeah, but we're the only ones still
2: together. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, right. shit! Yeah.
0: Love was in the air that time. Apparently. Jeez Louise. So, you, And that's you, obviously been going great.
2: Yeah. And you're cohabitating? Yep. Yeah, um, no, we've cohabitated since... Oh, God, like... I think it was maybe like eight or nine months in that we're like, all right, fuck it. Like we're already in each other's space all the time. We might as well.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's like, like around then or like about the year point would be a good time to do.
2: yeah. Plus, Especially like let's be realistic. Like financially, it's just like, it's
0: much better. Yes. yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah it's funny we were, i was drinking with friends last night and we're into the episode. at the end so i can say this <laughs> um and we were just all talking and you know when like you're at kind of like a party situation there's like multiple conversations going on uh, i have a friend who's like somewhat new into a relationship with this awesome chick that we all love and all of a sudden like i just hear them hear her go so you don't want to live together <laughs> and they were like, like they were almost like bickering about the idea of living together. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, boy. The conversation's coming up. Yeah. It's a big decision, though, let me tell you. Oh, man. It's it's a legit decision to make, but it is, it, it takes it to another level.
2: Oh, it does. Because especially for me, in this case, like I'd already been married and divorced. Yeah. So like, I, I distinctly recall the big one being like, look, I'll get rid of my couch and some <laughs> of these things. We're saving my mattress, because if something <laughs> happens, I need a thing to sleep on, and it's a really good mattress.
0: Divorced at, you said you, you got divorced at 26?
2: Uh, 24, Tw- we 24, split up, Twenty four. Yeah. yeah. That's young. Yeah, yeah. When did you get married? Uh, I was 22. 22. So yeah, it didn't uh, clearly did not last long, like many uh, young marriages. Well, do. hey,
0: longer than a lot of celebrity
2: marriages. This is true. This is true. But also with no collateral damage, you know, no yeah. kids, nobody, you know. Yeah, that's true. Everybody just went back to <laughs> their, their own lives.
0: <laughs> so were you always someone who,
2: like, were you a relationship gal? Not really. Uh, is the the funny thing? But uh, in that case, like, we were a long distance relationship and. Right. Uh, you know and I had so much stuff going on with like my father and stuff in those years um, that you know it all seemed to make sense at the time right I think just yeah there is something to be said for really just getting to know each other yeah right yeah, yeah. we just didn't really have that opportunity yeah, you know it's there not you there's no like you're a bad person or any of that kind of stuff just <laughs> you know when you don't really know what you're getting into yeah, yeah.
0: that's just what it is yep. yeah. yeah yeah and do you like in terms of like obviously like, you have a child with your partner now and you live together Do you think marriage is something you'd want to do again? I mean,
2: you know, I'd never say never, right? You know, I guess at the same time, it's like you know, with the experiences I've had, it's like having a child with somebody is a way bigger commitment. Holy fuck! You know, I mean, that's you will always be in each other's lives. Yeah, Whereas a marriage, no matter what, you can if you don't have children, like you could just walk away and never talk to each other again.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred. And that's why I kind of like when people get married after they have kids. Yep. I kind of like that. I think that there's something to
2: that. Yep. You know, maybe you know, we've already done ten years, so maybe maybe at twenty years, maybe you know, yeah, and it'd be way more chill. And yeah, we've always Um, said if it happens, like we're totally doing it at Barely's.
0: Oh, that'd be perfect for you. Right. Let's get some
2: like hot dogs and chicken wings or whatever.
0: And and then and then um childbirth before we close up the episode. I want to know did it hurt? Uh, (laughs) That's such a dumbass question. I guess what I'm asking is is how how bad was it?
2: For me, and I think my experience was outside the typical, Mm -hmm. Uh, so surprisingly the same person who gets pregnant despite being on the pill, (laughs) also has this really not great childbirth experience. Oh. Yeah, so she was almost two weeks late, and so I was just like fucking enormous. And I was really committed to, like, ideally just wanting to have this natural childbirth and not deal with drugs. I wanted to not do drugs. Oh, I had to do drugs. Oh, I needed the drugs. So bad. Um, But in the end, like, I was in labor for almost 24 hours.
1: Oh! And
2: it was, like, 18 hours before I even took meds. And then, like, even the meds, like, were not enough. and uh and another thing so we had gone and done like the 3d ultrasound thing Mm -hmm. um and when we did the second one which was like 30 some weeks they can't give you medical advice but they Mm. will tell you so she's like i can't tell you this is for sure and i can't tell you but she's like there's a small chance that her umbilical cord might be around her neck so (sighs) that just might but you can't do anything about these things right and but that is exactly what was happening oh shit what I didn't even know was happening while all this is happening is that, like, she was in, like, a lot of distress. And so I just mostly remember, like, me feeling like, I kind of want to die right now, and I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> uh, but then it turns out, like, she was actually having a ride. But then she just rallied immediately. Right. So, uh, yeah. But I just I think when you go to a teaching hospital, <laughs> a lot of people will come look at you. Was it your- IWK? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so i distinctly recall just this one kid who was introduced to me as like clearly a student and then just like i'm laying on the table with my legs still wide <laughs> open and this 21 like, year old kid just looking between my legs just like oh my <laughs> god i didn't know that could look that way it's <laughs> like look it's okay if you're looking but don't look upset about it did you look no
0: yeah yeah i don't think I could. no i did I not I, want I, I i think okay i think i'm at an age where if a friend of a close friend was in labor i could there's a curiosity there there's yeah. a there's a weird curiosity but it would have to be the right person and like the right comfort level yep yeah. um but like i wouldn't want to see mine
2: yeah yeah no i did not need to see that and then too they're like do you want to see the placenta i'm like no it's done its job
0: <laughs> why do i need to see it Blah. <laughs> 24 hours and did you have her c-section or not like was it
2: no it it did end up being a vaginal birth uh with just a shit ton of drugs um yeah and like oh man the guy who does your epidural does not like getting woken up at midnight.
0: So, oh, no. She so was like angrily. Like oh, he was just like grumbling and then just me being like, I'm having
2: a contraction. Can we wait a minute? He's like, oh, well, since you're already bent over.
0: <laughs> he's girl. He's
2: like, fuck you.
0: I have a... Okay, I, I need you... Can you confirm something for me? Yeah. Because uh, this confused me. Is the epidural...
2: Does it stay in you? No. So that's... It's like a needle... That you'll get um, into your spine, right? And it basically it's just like a shot. Yeah, it's like a nerve block kind of okay. thing. Um, but then there's also like a morphine drip, mm. which is probably what you're thinking of, mm-hmm. where like it stays intravenously in your in your arm, right? Yep, and you okay. actually have some control over it.
0: So that's yeah, that's weird. I, I watched like this like birth, like this YouTuber that I follow, like documented her birth, and she said that like. It was in her back the whole time. Like, kind of like an IV in her back. And I was like,
2: I've huh. never heard of that See, now happening. that's not something I'm familiar with either. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, that sounds, yeah, that sounds weird to me. I just remember having a morphine drip that, like, I kept hitting the plus button on They're Like, you can't have any more for 30 minutes. I'm like, we gotta override this bitch. <laughs> that, Come on. That, that drug addict is coming out Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the
0: addictive personality please, came please, out once the please, contractions please. started <laughs> yeah oh totally totally fuck oh my god and we're contra- like contractions are probably the worst pain you'll ever feel right yeah no these like yeah, what I hear. that was yeah.
2: not that was not a fun time oh yeah. god
0: oh god you guys are you guys are superheroes I don't know how like i it, it's just it boggles my mind that it's that just ha- like if what happens else like
2: that though where it's like by the time you get to that point you just fuck. this is what's gonna happen
0: get it out of me yeah 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 <laughs> get it the fuck out of me yeah two more things before we close out all right two things i want to bring up number one mcdonald's um, <laughs> right because i feel like we bond over, we're gonna bond over this um i don't know remember who it was who told me that you like Mc- oh it was scott belford i think yeah. we, we mentioned mcdonald's and and he said Catherine robinson loves mcdonald's so you just you just fucking love it oh yeah, yeah. No, i mean well
2: you know it's like it's always been that sort of staple, happy place sort of thing, right? Such my happy place. Too. Um, you know, so when I was in high school, of course, but now, like, I go there every morning for coffee. Oh, I just want my latte the in the best. morning, and then, uh, and of course, like I take Ramona there a lot. But it's also like it's a good road food. Yes. It's a very consistent thing. It's then
0: they, yeah. It people who say things like McDonald's only makes you feel worse. I don't understand those people. Yeah, I've no. never had McDonald's and felt worse. No, I think I'm like I have some sort of immunity.
2: Yeah, to no feeling very... cuz like
0: other fast food places definitely make me feel worse. Oh god. Absolutely. But McDonald's I'm fucking love mcdonald's
2: no i mean there are times where i'm like exactly what i need right now is just a double cheeseburger and that will fix everything. double so is that your jam the double cheeseburger? uh double cheeseburger or you know it depends yeah uh sometimes it depends sometimes it's a double sometimes i like two singles Ooh. it just just depends on my like caloric co- needs i like the quarter pounder oh see i find the patty tastes different interesting so, yes
0: i've bounced back and forth but i don't know what it is with the quarter pounder that i like better
2: everybody's got their thing though right everyone's
0: got their thing i mean like their fries are just they're hash browns
2: oh i love the hash browns i fucking love. dan andrick gets mad with me because sometimes we'll be on the road and it's like 11 o'clock at night and i'll be like i'm getting the hash browns because they're gonna be fresh fuck you we're gonna be here for eight minutes now
0: (laughs) yeah nothing like a fresh hash brown oh so good or fresh fries from there too oh yeah Mm-mm. that's the no, other thing that's... i've learned is like
2: every comedian has their like trick like with mcdonald's like travis his secret is he orders the no salt fries so he gets the fresh fries and then he dumps a bunch of salt <laughs> on. i i
0: i use so much salt on my fries it's it, it's what they're for it's disturbing people are pretty disturbed when they go to mcdonald's with me <laughs> They're like your arteries are about to explode,
2: but that's what the nobody's there to like. Thank you. Impress people with their good choices. Thank
0: you. <laughs> but the fucking breakfast, though the all like ever since all day breakfast,
2: yeah,
0: my I, life has been significantly better, and yeah. I'm not sick of it. I thought I'd get no. sick of it. I'm not, not at all.
2: Yeah, no McDonald's is one thing I genuinely probably could never get sick of. Could never like get I, sick. I choose not to. <laughs> yeah, choose, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. if I had to, I could easily. I, I've had
0: days where I've gone there for
2: breakfast and gone back
0: to the same McDonald's for supper.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've, de- I have a relationship with <laughs> the employees at my local. <laughs> you really? Oh, they're they're aware of me. <laughs> they, they- where? Yeah. I love that like last Friday I was like on my way to New Brunswick so like I stopped for a coffee but it was it was not my normal coffee time she's like were you here this morning and I was like no I'm just getting here now I'm, like, I'm all out of sorts today she's like okay she's like I wasn't sure she's like I wasn't on drive through earlier she's like but you look different I'm like yeah it's cause I didn't just get out of bed I've pulled my hair now
0: Oh wow! There is a level of like it's it's really funny when people start recognizing you in places. Oh god! The liquor store. Yep, for me. Yep, because I'll sometimes go there multiple times a day for whatever reason, and like they'll just be like, "Welcome back!" Oh my <laughs> <like, laughs> like, oh, <shut> god! Up. <laughs> Fuck! I need to make better choices. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus! ahead. <Planet. laughs> because oh man, and the other thing I want to mention is his style, because you have a thing for leopard print. I do. And fishnets, and like I feel like where does where does this like I love it by the way. Oh, thank I'm, you. I'm an animal print girl myself. Yeah. I almost wore my my leopard print dress tonight for you, <laughs> but again, I, I don't want to wear anything that's not loose right now. I I understand how you like care. it's 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 this weird thing where. I've 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 made a transition. I am now into pants and loose tops, <laughs> and this is far from how, how I used to be. Made this yeah. Piece of transition. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 such a weird place because my closet is full of these like bodycon dresses yep. that I used to wear. Yep. and every now and then I'll get brave and throw one on, and I'm like, no, this doesn't work. This yep. this Sarah, this is not. You gotta you gotta put the past in the past. <laughs> you're not the girl in the lobby about to go out. <laughs> um, but like, where did that come from? What inspired this? And it's very Betsy Johnson. Yes, yeah, actually. Now that I think about it,
2: yeah. I mean, I guess you know I've always kind of enjoyed that style. I love Um, it. probably about three or well, four or five years ago now, I I adopted a giant fluffy leopard print coat, and oh. that was kind of the beginning of it and uh that's
0: such a mood
2: yeah and then i and then i started you know i I always had a fondness for fishnets and then these two things kind of started to come together and then the betsy purse i had before the phone purse was one that uh had uh googly eyes with big eyelashes oh and i got that at the same time i got the leopard coat and my friend chris who's a bartender barely said i love him so much one night i walked in and he goes you know, don't take this the wrong way, but he's like, you just look like the chair from Pee Wee's (laughs) Playhouse right now. And that, like, for some people, that might have been upsetting, but that made me
0: so very happy. That's the best thing. There's nothing like, I love, like, people who have a distinct style. And I think you do. You have a distinct style. And, like, people will say, like, that's a Catherine dress or that's a Sarah dress. Yeah. Like, they'll look at something and go, that's so-and-so. Yep. Yep. Like, that is the pinnacle of style, right? Yeah, there, yeah. Is when you get to that point. And also, I noticed on your Instagram that people dressed up like you for Halloween.
2: <laughs> yes. Which That's I the think ultimate like- compliment. <laughs> that really, really wore my heart so much. That is Because I love both of them so, so much. Um, and when I walked in and realized what was happening and what <laughs> they were doing uh, was amazing. And then also, uh, the male, Alex, like, his commitment to the whole thing went as far as uh so he's you know a man dressed as a woman <laughs> behind the bar and uh some some guy right before i showed up walked up to him and went nice outfit and started laughing a little bit and alex chose to just deadpan it and go what do you mean pal
0: <laughs> did he rock nuts too
2: he did yeah oh. he did which like that's that's impressive
0: cuz tights, let me tell you. I love tights, but they not comfortable.
2: No. No, and I can't imagine that they're more comfortable. Than and more men
0: off. should should take a dip into them to so they understand. So that they understand. Right? right? Fuck. That is wow. That's that's such a compliment.
2: I know. I uh, yeah, I was blown away.
0: And are you a costume person at Halloween?
2: Yes, I do enjoy yeah. costumes. Yeah. So I was dressed as a slice of pizza. Well, that was all I happening. saw that
0: <laughs> that that was an un- that was un- I appreciate that so much. That- Anyone who goes above and beyond, like cat ears and whiskers, <laughs> I'm like, thank you for putting effort in. Thank you.
2: Well, Ramona really insists, and I I dress up with her, and I and I do really enjoy it, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. So we are those people that like. There's a small section of my closet that's like. Well, here's my Wonder Woman costume. Oh! Here's my pizza costume.
0: <laughs> I love that. I'm the same. Well, you might as
2: well, right? Yeah. You, you never know when they're gonna come in handy. The, you
0: you really never. You should never throw in a good costume. No, I was a gumball machine one year. Oh where, shit, I, that's great. I I glued. I had a tube top and I glued on like big fuzzy balls, all different hey. colors, <laughs> and I still have the fucking. Gun- don't know when I'll ever wear that again, but I'm like I'm not throwing that but out. But when that the day
2: like, comes, yeah, you realize you need that again. You're gonna be so pleased Pumped. with yourself.
0: Yes, <laughs> it might not fit me. Oh, Sad. Sh- we're not even gonna worry about that now. <laughs> when the day comes, it
2: will. It'll be perfect. It'll be kismet.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so true. Well, we do gotta draw to a close because yes. we're getting into two hour territory. <laughs> But thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. This has been so awesome. This was so fun. It was so, so fun to get to know you. And now that you did it once, you can always come back on. Fuck yeah. Um, and like, just keep up the fucking good work. <laughs> it's so, it's so fucking awesome to see you killing it. Out there. Oh, thanks, like, lady. Like, 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 yeah, you're, you're one of the best. And I'm glad to have you on. Any final, is there anywhere, any shows coming up? Uh, um, yeah. Actually, like, so this won't come out next week, but it'll be the week after. So it'll be, I'll tell you the exact date. So not next Friday, but the Friday after that, which is... Yes. Boop,
2: boop, 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 boop. Oh, yeah. Um, February 8th. Yes, yeah, so very good tying. Okay. Because uh, February 14th to 16th, I'm going to be middling at Yuck Yucks. Um, <gasps> with out. My good buddy Andrew Albert's going to be headlining, so that's going to be a super fun time. And then at the end of the month... Uh, February 28th to March 2nd, I'm going to be co-featuring at Yucks with Travis Lindsay.
0: Oh, go to that show, guys. Yeah, it's going to be a great
2: Holy- time. Holy... You and Travis both. Yeah. Holy shit. I might even bring my mom to that one. She hasn't been to a show in like 10 years, so we'll see. That, like, I will want to go to that. Wait, what? what's the date again? February... Uh, 28th to March 2nd. So,
0: okay. That's actually... That's crazy, because that's my that's when I would be celebrating my birthday Uh oh so maybe what I'll do for my birthday is go to the Saturday
2: night show that's
0: hammered afterwards yes
2: we can plan some birthday celebrations
0: oh that would be like actually really well timed yes it would um. Fuck yeah! And I'll I'll link to those Yuck Yucks dates because you can go on the website and get tickets. Yes, for that shit. Cause yes. Yeah. It's it's. I highly recommend Yuck Yuck shows. I haven't been in a while, but I actually did New Year's Eve there. Oh, nice! And it was it was such a good New Year's Eve. Yep. Uh, it was the it was the least disappointing New Year's Eve I've had in a long time. <laughs>
2: It's very hard to pull that off on New Year's Oh my god, table.
0: it's such a, such a high-pressure holiday. I heard you had a party this year. Yes, we That's did. Bitchin'. It was
2: delightful. That's bitchin'. We we drank at home. It was good. Oh,
0: <laughs> the life of, of people in their 30s. Yeah, exactly. Living it. Did you stay up past midnight, though? We did, though. Good. Yeah, actually,
2: uh, Andrew's roommate at like 2.30 was like, well, I better get this one home. <laughs> I do kind of see
0: them kind of like a couple sometimes. It's so cute. They've been living together for so long. Well, they've been
2: living together for so long, and Andrew and I are both clearly the women in the relationship. So that's the (laughs) dynamic of our messages. And then also, bonus fact for you, Andrew's roommate, Richard, and I have known each other since elementary school. What?
0: Oh, because New Brunswick connection. That's what it is. We Ah. met in fourth grade. Holy shit. Yep that's wild yep i'll have to get maybe you and richard on sometime that'd be fun that'd be yeah. fun i like the idea of doing um because i did uh, with dan and travis i i, I kind of want to take people who have done individual episodes and like have like comedy buddy oh that'd ep- be cool episodes like where it's like if there's cool stories between two people yeah or something, that, those would be cool episodes yeah because no, be y'all fun. get stories to tell so I'm down to do it but thanks again for coming on we're, hey, gonna, keep, we're gonna keep drinking whiskey and we're gonna smoke a joint <laughs> we're gonna keep this party rolling now that I I can turn off the mics and get high and <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah so thanks so much for coming and Catherine do the honors and ring fuck yeah ring a ding multiple dance.
2: <laughs> yay! yay sweet fuck yeah it didn't feel like two hours <laughs>
0: All right. Hey there guys, it's Mark Adam from the Parenting Podcast. Join me and my co-host KDG every week for a brand new episode. We talk about parenthood and kids. We talk about it from every single angle. We talk about the lows, the highs, the laughs and the cries. Join us. Subscribe wherever fine podcasts are found. And don't forget to join our community. You can start by visiting us on Facebook, facebook.com parenting. It's like parenting with an A in the middle
1: because we like to rant about stuff. Anyway, you get it. We'll see you there.